just wants to get rid of his All right, word up. This is Stakes is High, the Black Nerd Podcast. Say word. I am your host, uh, Tall Black Guy, Troy Hunter, at Tall Black Guy on the Twitters and everything else. I'm Terry Gant, a.k.a. Doc Midnight. We're recording live and in person. Well, maybe not live to you guys, but live to us. From Third Coast Comics at 6234 North Broadway in Chicago, Illinois, in the Edgewater neighborhood, 60660. And we have two guest homies kind of hanging out with us. We have uh, Arian Cobham. Intro your stuff, yo. How's it going, everybody? Uh, my name's Arian Cobham, at Little Laser on the Twitters. Um, glad to be here. What's, what's your what's your claim? To, what is the thing that you're really into? What are you thing that I'm really into? I know why I want to talk. What about is your nerd shit, son? What's your nerd? What's your nerd? What's your nerd crit, man? Oh, I don't know, man. Comics uh, and tech, the NBA stuff. <laughs> Obviously, the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about that if you want. It's, it's on the list. Troy tried to get at me the other day, but that's I okay. ain't trying to get at you. You dug your own grave for that. <laughs> All right. Also. Yo, this is Omari Confer, aka Clockwork Man. I'm a clock space work space man. At, uh, on Twitter, Instagram, Vines, Facebooks. Omar, like you're that. also you're a, you're a comics dude, and you're a video, we talk video games. Yeah, I'm a pretty much. You're an all around nerd. I do everything except for the for the for the non electronic gaming. I'm trying to get into that, but everything else, basketball. I, I want to talk basketball with you. I just. Omar I, and I, I, I fam, out there. Me and Omar have this ongoing argument, and I've never had this argument with anybody else in my life. So me and me and Omar, no, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm giving a little background as to like how nuanced black nerd shit can be sometimes. Because never in my life have I had an argument with a cat about who the dopest dude in De La Soul is. No, no, <laughs> it's not an argument though. No, 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 it's an argument. It's That's an argument. A, you said this uh, shit, and I was like, I I'm gonna wait to, there. I'm gonna wait to. No, 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 no. Thank you. Thank you. No, no, no. So, so this came up. Okay. So the point was, I said I'm a Dave guy. I'm a Dave oh guy. And, then, and Omari has come in the shop. Every time he's come in the shop for six months, he's been giving me positive news lyrics. Because <laughs> every time he walks in, I'm playing De La Soul yeah, mysteriously I, somehow. Oh my God. So he's a positive. I have nothing against positive. Right. I have like, nothing you against also pause. said, and you said it, yeah. and I look and I'm like, oh, shit. You said Dave, a.k.a. True Goy, yeah. is Paz's sidekick. Oh. First of all, first of all, oh. first of all, and here we go. First of all, <laughs> I would like, I would like to, I would like to hope to say, I wish I could say that that was taken out of context, but it was not. It was not. <laughs> I believe in quoting. I but, believe in quoting <laughs> but I will say this though: there are no Dave guys. Okay. You. This is some contrarian shit. If I there are no Dave, Dave guys, if I vote for Dave, two thousand motherfuckers just voted for Dave. There, that, see this dude. You know. All right. So like, look, like, look. Hey, look, I just voted for Dave, and you know when I vote for Dave, you know what that means? Like half the lesbians in Chicago just voted for Dave. Man, dude, ain't nobody. Ain't, <laughs> it ain't like Chewy Garcia's <laughs> I like know. I need to get the lesbians vote. Come on. I'm not really sure about Terry's <laughs> math right there. <laughs> Um, but he said that with a lot of confidence. Uh, we gonna move that on. Uh, we gonna yeah, move. But so, for the record, so anyway, you, were, you don't <laughs> know my posse, son. You, for, you for the don't know my posse. For the record, that's kind of tight, though. What? You just you just gave your your, your background, and I, we appreciate that. That I what that I love Dave and I got mad lesbians. No, really. what? What do you mean? I don't understand. Yeah, it's I, really oh. <laughs> I love how the fact that we went from I know this dude from and then we had a little hip hop minute right there. Right, there was that that was that, yeah. So I I, I appreciate that. You yeah. did defend yourself, 
But it's an It's not the hill you want to die that's on. That's one of those. That's one of those groups that you can't pull them apart and right. choose which right. one. Like, yeah, you you can't because one of them would not be as good without Dude, the other. Poss was on. A, on Can I tell a, you a story about the Rolling Stones? Here we go. Whoa. I'll tell you a Rolling Stones story. Oh, right. There was one day. This is a story I heard Some old man river from a motherfucker who was there. Mm-hmm. Which, I, I might be lying about that part. For imagine for a moment, I heard it from a motherfucker who was there. And it was one day Mick Jagger was drunk as fuck in a hotel in New Orleans, right? Which means the story might not even take place in New York, New Orleans. But let's just say it took place in New Orleans. Okay. Mick Jagger is drunk like a motherfucker in New Orleans, and he's like, "Shit, yeah!" He's down there tanned up in the goddamn lobby. Right? And he wants to fucking like get the Rolling Stones to do a goddamn impromptu set in New Orleans right there in the lobby of the hotel. Why aren't we partying? Says Mick Jagger in his best non-Mick Jagger voice, right? Mick Jagger goes around looking for the band members and everybody's getting high. And like Keith Richards is high because he always is, right? And fucking like everybody's just getting ripped, right? And the only person he can't fucking find is Charlie Watts. And he goes up to Charlie Watts' hotel room and he fucking screams, Why the fuck is Charlie Watts? And he knocks on the door, bangs on the door, Where is my drummer? Right? Where is my drummer? Be downstairs in 15 minutes. Where is my drummer? Charlie Watts puts on his entire goddamn suit. Tie all of it like he does it every damn show. Charlie Watts takes his ass downstairs, walks right up to Mick Jagger, punches him square in the face, and says, I'm not your drummer. You're my fucking singer. Well, see, that's not and true. then they play. <laughs> now, 75% of that story is absolutely true. <laughs> Which 75? He punched that motherfucker in the face. I don't know where it happened. I don't know. I don't remember who told it to me, but I believe that's just the truth. It's not the same thing. I know Charlie Watts, and Charlie Watts punched that motherfucker in the face. Dave Dave actually said Paz makes him a better MC in that he wasn't even MCing, that he was just doing a little DJ stuff here and there until Paz was like, yo. You know, I don't know. some lyrics from him, boom. And you doesn't. can tell. No, but you can tell, though. No. Oh, all, I see. Okay. Because a motherfucker found you somehow DJ in an ice cream shop, you are always better than. You're always not the as good as that colder. dude. The dude's just colder, though. Like, the dude just has. Alright, you know what? This, this first topic. Not this. this is not an argument. That's I'm not going to be topic up, bro. I'm not winning. That's, that's, not, the topic. Topic. that's not the hill you want to die on. That's right. my thing. Just, thank you. Thank you, Troy. My man. Say words. Say words. Now you right? Oh, the, the, the roles will change. Man, Don't worry. Calling me a contrary okay. since he walked in the hey, shop. Right, right. Let's get this, let's get this joint started. Get y'all some black nerds. We got a comics topic here, and our first comic topic is let's talk about Sam Wilson as Captain America. So right now in comics, the Falcon is Captain America, and in my opinion, it's a bad timing issue because the what you're supposed to understand is that Marvel Comics has tried to capitalize on. Uh, Anthony Mackie's popularity after that last Captain America movie, and they made Anthony Mackie's, well, the Falcon, they Falcon, made right. Sam Wilson, Captain America in comics, right? Yeah. Which, theoretically, should be some shit that a lot of cats would get behind, considering, and this is contrary to the way comic sales tend to work, a lot of cats from the MCU, who are MCU fans, are really coming over to comics. It's starting to happen. Where people are coming to comics and being like, hey, I saw that movie. Where are those comics? They don't want every damn comic every month. Mostly they want a graphic novel or the first issue where something happened, but that's kind of a thing going down right now. And I sold a hell of a lot of Captain America comics to cats who were confused because Axis, a Marvel event just happened in which all these dudes who were fighting on this island are fighting the Red Skull. And the Red Skull had the power of Onslaught. He had like, you know, Professor Xavier's mental powers with Onslaught's like physical, like prowess and shit, plus tentacles. Because, you know, somebody in comics is really into some Japanese porn. Right. So he had tentacles and shit, 
And everyone on the island at the time, when they were trying to bring my man down, they needed a Scarlet Witch to, like, cast a spell, which would reverse, like, the mind of Red Onslaught to bring Professor Xavier's personality forward so that he could, like, assert control and calm the whole shit down, but it backfired. It reversed the personality of everyone on the island. So any superhero fighting Red Onslaught at that time had the personality reversed, making Falcon a complete asshole, right? A, a, like, like an overreactionary, like, murderous jackass. Just at the same time as the very next month, like, Captain America number one comes out, all new Captain America is what it's called. All new Captain America comes out with Sam Wilson as Captain America. And the timing of that is so shitty, it's that kind of thing that can really just make you fucking angry. Does anybody else know? Scarlet Witch always fucking up, man. She always fucks. Okay, first of, all, first of all, I'm more upset about Scarlet Witch, to be honest. Because like, they're they going to do whatever they're going to do with, with Sam. Because this, this book will be canceled, a.k.a. Steve will get young again. Yeah. You'll yeah. um, see the temporary nature of this shit. Sure. Right? Oh, like, that's it, how he's old? Yeah. He's yeah. Just, he he uh, lost uh, the Super Soldier Serum. Right. But it's, aged. I'm, like, like, I'm more, because I'm an old West Coast Avengers dude. I'm old, like, let's see Scarlet Witch fret over her non-existent kids again. I want to see all that. So that now they're just using her as a tool. I'm more upset about that than I am about any Sam Wilson stuff. Because I know it's not going to last long. Because even after he's not Cap, he's going to still be not Cap. And he's going to be a sidekick in some other book somewhere else. So, uh, you know, it's 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 a bad timing. Yeah, because I, mean, yeah, I, definitely, be reason, yeah, yeah. I definitely get the timing thing. And then the fact that... You have the movie, you have the popularity, like, oh shit, let's jump on this thing. And not only is the story arc, but then people see, then there's about the same time where Thor changed over, where they went, well, how long is this going to last? There's a woman Thor. There's a woman Thor. You know, because the Thor, that the dude we knew, you know, isn't worthy of Majora anymore. So, oh, here's somebody else who happens to be a woman right. who's like, oh shit, I can hold, I can hold the hammer, check right. me shit out. And people were like, you know, I, you know, we talked about, actually we talked a while ago about how people spazzed out about that. Like, oh, Thor's a woman, oh my God, this I'm is out. bullshit. Yeah, like, I'm a lot of going. people were like, oh shit, Thor's a woman, I'm in. I'm, uh, yeah, and so you had that, I'm just that kind of switch. Some of that, yeah. right? You had that, but, <laughs> but the underlying thing was, how long until this reverts? How long until orders restore and we're back to the same shit. So the Thor thing happened around the same time the Sam Wilson shit happened. Right. In fact, they were like went, a, within a month of each other. Right, and people went, oh, this ain't gonna last. Generally, in comics, what I tend to notice is when a major change happens like this, you have the company that does the change needs about three volumes of trades to sell, right? That gives you about 18 issues, right? So Falcon being Captain America, you can count on for about a year and a half before Steve Rogers gets this whole situation together. Because you're not going to do it so that there's only one volume of a trade to sell. That, that really does fuck up your, your market for kind of trying to maximize on this big announcement you just made, right? If you're really trying to get that Anthony Mackie Falcon kind of like MCU buzz going and you want dollars from that, you can't give him one story arc and put Steve Austin back into Captain America. Right. You can't give him two story arcs. That just means he solved two issues for you. And then here we got Steve Austin again, Steve Rogers again. You can't have that. Steve Austin would be kind of dope. Though. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't have that. that. That doesn't work. So typically it is three trade paperbacks worth of comics, which is about like 18 issues or so, thereabouts, an annual with that situation going on. And then my man is usually back. It's usually minimum that. Omar, you had a question. Now it seems, now that I'm thinking about it, for Marvel sitting down saying, hey, let's capitalize on Anthony Mackie's success from the Winter Soldier movie, seems a little impossible to me. It would feel kind of late. Like they well, late, a while. but it's kind of like, no, that's not what made the movie really great. 
You know what I mean? Like that. It, it isn't what made the movie really I great. Love, but, I but, love that part. But of think it, about like in the old days, the way that Marvel understood that something was popular was they got letters from fans. And then at some point, letters from fans kind of went away, and the way they understood something was popular was purely from the reorders of retailers, right? If I ordered 50 copies of a book involving Anthony, uh, Anthony Mackie, Sam Wilson as Captain America, if I order 50 copies, and then I order another 10 copies, and I order another 10 copies, and I order another 5 copies in four consecutive, consecutive months, that is telling Marvel and Diamond Distributors and then Marvel Comics, this is hot shit if other retailers are now doing this shit. Nowadays, you have a whole lot of cats into your shit who are trade waiting, and Marvel is kind of Marvel and DC and other companies have kind of figured out how to sort of how to tweak the trade waiters. You know what I mean? We if they know that you're not buying it in monthly form and they know you're waiting for the trade paperback, they need to give you a product worth waiting for in the trade paperback. So now the announcements are major. They're massive announcements, right? So eventually you'll be like, oh shit, I need this thing. You'll get around and get into the comic shop like most trade waiters. You just aren't going on Wednesdays. You're not going on Saturdays. Right. It might be a month before you get around there. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. I got people now who will buy when 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 uh, Thor when it was a woman Thor introduced. There was cats who bought the first two issues who I haven't seen since. Right? Right. But I know damn well they told a whole bunch of people about it who came in by the time we're up to the fourth, fifth, sixth issue. They don't. I mean, maybe they'll buy all five issues, but right. maybe they, they won't. Tra- maybe but they'll, they'll certainly wait for the trade. Yeah. And then they'll tell friends, and then when that trade comes out, I'll be selling a shit ton of those trades, right? Yeah. That's a little different now. So now, because of the MCU, that really is translating into actual dollars. What's starting to happen is they're making decisions in comics to get those MCU fans to buy books. You know, that's a real thing. It didn't used to be a real thing, but it's something that's the beginning. Walking Dead did it. You know, mm-hmm. Walking Dead books are selling in trade paperback to cats who were never actually going to buy the regular books. Yeah. You know, I got guys calling me up. I get three calls a week for like Game of Thrones comics, you know, and Game of Thrones comes out in a hardcover format once a year. You know what I mean? It comes out almost as slow as the goddamn novels do, you know, <laughs> and people are looking for that, you know, like there's a, there's a way that you, that people are approaching the material now that publishers are now kind of paying attention to, you know? I mean, I don't, I don't have a problem with any of these like major changes and stuff like that. I, I mean, I'd rather they introduce new characters that were important, that were like women, people of color, stuff like sure. that. Like this, I mean, you obviously you're right. You know, they're gonna switch back at some point, and you know, it's gonna be a nice little yeah. story. Yeah. And cats are gonna be mad that's when it. it happens, and that's gonna be you know, and that's gonna temper your yeah. enthusiasm. Like, oh, yeah, well, it happened. Yeah. Why don't they just get? Why don't they take actual like Angela? Uh, character Angela yeah. like why don't you actually make her into somebody important because you know if people start liking her she'll stay Angela and she won't be anyone what else. do you mean make her somebody important saying, like, made her Thor's sister well I mean like because like we were just saying like these these people are these are all that's temporary the, that's the same spawn Angela right yeah oh. yeah that is the Angela who appeared in spawn I just, I just, is if you want to if you want to show more diversity then actually promote characters that are actually I don't think, you know. the Angela situation, I don't think it's about diversity. I think it's about establishing a trademark. It's about establishing Angela in your universe. Right. Right? And you have all the time in the world to, like, tell an important story involving Angela. Right? Right now, it's just to establish that you do own, you have the rights, and you can do an Angela story. Just feels so good. Angela's, Angela really is a red herring. Like, people were looking at Angela like, oh, shit, that's the Angela from Spawn. Oh, my God. What's going to go down with Angela? Right. Nothing's going to go down Is with Spawn Angela. Spawn going to show up? No. Spawn ain't, well, Spawn won't show up. But, like, the fact that they can say Angela's Thor's half-sister is to say we're entrenching her in the Marvel Universe, right? right? 
And they have all the time in order to figure out something critical for that character. But like the way the comics industry works in general, we'd be fooling ourselves if we were like Marvel sitting around trying to figure out a way to make a female character who is not wearing the costume of a prominent male character important. <laughs> the fact that Angela is not Thor right now tells you they did not mix the peanut butter with the chocolate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That didn't happen. They didn't bring Angela over and give her the Thor shit and be like, we're going to give you that two years of Angela's Thor. Weird, <laughs> they did not do that. Yes, Angela weird. is Angela, and we have a Lady Thor. Yeah, see, that's... Right. Her name's Thor. We but, don't know who she is right see, now. But yeah, but half the thing with Angela is the fact that people remember her from Spawn. Like, I just went... Some people do. I just remember, like, oh, because she was, like, Spawn's... If you're over 30, you remember her from Spawn. Yes. Right. And you remember, you know, when Tom McFarlane gave a damn. Um, oh. Here we go. Or when Shots he ripped off Neil Gunn. Yeah. Shots fired. <laughs> Both barrels. <laughs> <laughs> when he decided to do some shit he didn't have a right to do. <laughs> You know, so but yeah, but that's uh, my thing was like when I saw it, she was out like, okay, that was my thing. Was Spawn showing up like, because that's how I remember. If you want, but if you want to get in this new universe, say okay, well we have this new character, new for in this environment. You know, she didn't deal with the Marvel universe. She dealt with right. Spawn. That was his right. that was thing. She dealt with Hell and you know the Heaven thing and whatever, whatever. But now we have to bring her into the world that we know with Hulk and the rest. You know, and the rest of the. Uh, Marvel Universe. All, all of that stuff is kind of why I, you know, as now I'm, I'm kind of getting back into comics, I, I'm i messing with mostly Image series. Because I, I don't want to have to deal with all, like, all this. Continuity and legal yeah, battles? Yeah, just, just, I, I don't <laughs> really care. Just tell me a good story. I don't care if it's a superhero story or not. Just, just yeah, tell image, me a good, yeah, so, self-contained story. Here's good news. Comic Im- reader? DC Comics is eliminating continuity. They don't care about it. <laughs> It's gonna be great. Only the best stories are gonna make it into continuity. Even though they just said they're not gonna have continuity. <laughs> so stay yeah. with image. Stay so away are, from. Stay yeah. away from. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, image will give you like that's one thing I really like. I've really enjoyed about image from jump is the fact that they, you know, you got independent creators for the most part who are just like, I'm gonna tell a story about random person or this thing that happens or whatever. It's it's not superheroes. Most of them aren't superheroes. And you really just kind of get like, oh snap! Like, or you get involved in in human in humanity, and like, oh, you know, yeah. we'll throw a Constantine in there, you know, some, you know, some subliminal like message about humanity and that kind of shit. You know, we'll give you preacher, we'll give you these things that are like, well, you know, this is a superhero, so, but we're going to give you, you said that story, like you like you flip and trying to figure out what's going on, what's happening with these people. Yeah, you get to see them kind of establish. The universe and kind of the rules of that universe, what's going on, and and where like the main characters fit into it. And I, I just don't. I, I don't have time to go looking through thirty back issues to figure out what happened to somebody. Like I was reading She-Hulk or something, and I saw Captain America was old, and I was like, "How the hell did he get old?" And I was like, "You know what? I don't really care. I'm just going to enjoy the rest of this story." What was worse is that you don't even have to look back that far. But even when you look back far, back a little bit. You'll see what you'll see what you were looking for, but then you'll see some other stuff. Like, yeah. they, like they, they cause that's the reason why it's hard for you know you say getting back into comics. That's why it's hard for people who used to read comics to come back to comics. It's like, well, there's so much I didn't catch up with. But they, but since you read, I don't know when you stopped reading comics. But since you stopped reading comics, I guarantee you, there's been at least four or five number ones of whatever the hell you used to read, <laughs> rebooting Reboot whatever you used to read. So it, it, it does not even remotely matter. Like mm-hmm. it does, it just doesn't. And that's actually what bothers me. I want to be able to say, 
Oh, let me start. I want to start reading Detective Comics 496. I want you to force me to read all 495 of these episodes. I want you to do that. Yeah. That's what I want. And they that just doesn't exist because it just doesn't. And, and that, that's, that upsets me. I didn't read 495. I don't think that the publisher ever thinks anymore that they need you to read 500 issues of something that went before. I think they don't want the, you, yeah, propaganda has yeah. basically told you that's a bad thing to even want to do. But there's so many wikis out there that are so well done at this point. Renumbering as a fan, renumbering is unnecessary. Terrible Just issues. tell me what issue this other story happened in. Well, you can download the damn issue. You have right? to run into some bad Depends. wikis. I run into some terrible <laughs> right. wikis. So bad, I'm like, wait, should I? I'm going to get in here and mess this up. Because this don't even if make you're, sense. If you're that kind of uber nerd... Where you feel like you need to be correcting people's wikis? <laughs> that's a different issue. That's a, that's a Dude, level I don't think. Go I to Ca- Castlevania the video game. If you ever see, go, go to the Castlevania wiki. It's terrible. This is it why I just invited no this motherfucker to Black Nerd Podcast. It makes no he sense. go to the Castlevania wiki. Just, I mean, I'm, I, I in that game like, where you just point at spaceships and blow them up. I just want to know vampires and maybe a werewolf. I just want to know. Is there a spaceship. castle? There's a castle in Castlevania. I'm assuming there's a castle in. Yeah, I just want to know what the thorns are for. Dude, it's, a, it's just terrible. That's not the only one. That's, there's a lot right. of bad wikis. I mean, I've tried to read up. Sometimes when something's going on in a comic, I'm like, well, let me find out the background. I've tried to look at wiki, and it, there's just like some incom- incomprehensible shit sense. going on. Metal Gear like, Solid uh, doesn't wiki. make sense. Terrible. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Okay. All right, we're going to move. Because we, yeah. All right, well. It's my fault. Delay, I no, I it's nobody's fault. Okay. It's nobody's fault. Not here. Oh, all right, delaying Black Panther for Spider Man. Yo, that's some bullshit. <laughs> Bam. I just don't want another reboot, man. I can't. I don't need. Or you're not getting a reboot. Well, and you're not getting. Explain you, why? Could you, you explain are. why this shit? And well, are we would, getting Miles Morales? You, or you oh, you're definitely not getting Miles no, Morales. No, There's no, no way you're gonna get that. Hell no. But he's not he black. Have no, okay, Damn. wait. You can't have Negro. What's wrong with you? Understand <laughs> something. Rose. Hey, first, you're not getting a reboot because this is the first time Marvel Studios is actually giving you Spider Man at all. So, that's so technically not a reboot, right? You probably won't get the origin story you know what I meant. because Marvel Stu- no because yeah. Mar- no because semantics. Marvel Studios understands no one wants to see that shit again. They don't understand that shit. No, they do. Look, dude, they gave you a Thor movie where they gave you that entire fucking the, the Thor the, not Thor the Hulk. They gave a whole Hulk <laughs> origin in the opening credits and didn't look back. <laughs> that was well, that's because that movie was. Terrible. <laughs> the rest of the movie was terrible. <laughs> like they can't, like they made the movie. Like we know it's going to be you <laughs> No, no, I'm good. That, that was that was the right way to do the origin, though. Right. The rest of the movie was and horrible. Then, right. And no, then no, you no, just I go mean, on the, with the rest the of the action. Thing was horrible. I know. I'm agreeing. And the one, the the more recent one with uh, what's his yeah. name? Ed Norton. Ed Norton. That was uh, that was I loved a, it. that was an okay movie. That was yeah. that was solid. Uh, but I mean, are they. I mean, I guess they could give the Spider-Man movie and just be like, oh, you got bit by a spider, Uncle Ben died, blah, 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 blah. Right. I think they can really do that. Let's go. That's what I want. Let's get in there, whatever it is. I don't want another origin story. Right. And I'm fairly sure they know that, too, because they are really listening to what people say on the internet. They're listening. I don't think they know that. I don't think they know that. Dude, I mean, they're they're already reacting like it's a marketing tool as it is. I don't know. They're smarter people. I understand. We're on a... A whole nother level of, of uh, nerd information. All right, look, so, look. You know. Let me, no, I'll, I'll, here, I'll prove it. I'll give you another, I'll give you another example. Okay. Iron Man. Iron Man arguably is Marvel's most popular character right now. Yeah. 
He was never their most popular character. MCU before. or are you talking about MC? Period. He's become their most popular character because they're looking at the dollars spent by guys into the MCU, not people reading comics. Oh. Right? So if they're not paying attention to what dollar figures are coming in the comics and only counting movie and pop cultural shit, Iron Man is a huge, like, freaking wave of cash coming in. Right. right now in comics, they've been giving you more Robert Downey Jr. type Tony Stark than the Tony Stark who's more like a James Bond kind of, or like, let me say Roger Moore type character traditionally, right? They're not giving you so much of that anymore. Now Tony Stark pretty much is behaving like Robert Downey Jr. behaves. It's because of, it's because of an onslaught. But he was doing it before that point. I'm not sure that the, the, the Tony really. Stark I'm seeing in Iron Man is any different, really. Any real, any, any different from the Iron Man I've been seeing for the last three years. I don't know. That app, though? Come on, man. The dude had an app that turned people beautiful. No, dude. That's, he did, that's, and that's, if you didn't pay for the, if you didn't pay enough, <laughs> if you didn't meet his price, he took that shit away. You yeah. became a fat bastard. That's, that's like... That's not Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. That's just but but that was the thing. But that was the thing that was meant to be the evil part about him, right? That was the reverse personality part. Downey with the Before that point, he was totally Robert Downey Jr. He looked like him and everything. The he artist that drawn like, him looked like Robert Downey Jr. He did. No, I was fucked up. Okay. I, I, read it. I was like, so, no, he didn't. I was like, no, he didn't. No. On the issue of delaying Black Panther to make this happen, though, from Marvel's point of view, it's kind of like they have to know by now that we're at diminished returns on any movie they announce. They've already done at least one movie of all their major characters. Sometimes they've done three of them shits, right? <laughs> While a whole lot of cats are waiting on a Black Panther movie, most of those cats are black people. And they're going to go see it no matter what. And they're going to go right. see it no matter <laughs> what, what, no matter, matter when. You've waited, you waited all this time. It's also yeah. Captain Marvel. Yeah. yeah. There's only three movies. I'm not worried about Captain Marvel. Wait, wait. Who got Thor delayed? three, Captain uh, Marvel, and Black Panther, and no brothers give a fuck if they care, if they delay the fucking black, the Captain Marvel. Movie. This is what's gonna happen no, to Captain Marvel. A lot of a lot of women do. A lot of women. A lot of women do. A lot of women, lot of women care. Really? Okay. A lot of women care it. about Captain. Look, I care because people care, right? <laughs> but like, realistically, the real thing that's gonna be angering in terms of the black community is that Black Panther movie, right? Yeah. That they look. You could have got a black. You could have got a Captain Marvel movie at any point in which you wanted one. Right? Once you got a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, you could have had a Captain Marvel movie the next month. The way that movie went down. Easily. But they would have told you the same shit about a Black Panther movie as Warner Bros. telling you about a Wonder Woman movie. Oh, it's complicated. <laughs> right? <laughs> we have to animate no that. one would have said it was complicated about a Captain Marvel movie at Marvel. They wouldn't have told you that shit. But since the same people make all the damn movies, right? The point in which they got Spider Man, it's got to be hold up, wait a minute. Let's make sure we get the Spider Man thing right. Well, that ancillary shit that we didn't really know what we was going to do with anyway. We just announced it to create a buzz during the summer at San Diego Comic-Con. We're going to push that stuff back. You well, couldn't I, have possibly I, thought those release dates were real. Right. I understand that. I understand right. the business. I understand how we want to be able to say, you know what? We're giving you this thing, and this year, you're like, oh, yeah, this is going to be awesome. Then something comes up, like they get the property, and they're like, oh, shit. And they wild out, like, okay, you know what? We got to, we got to fit this in. We have to give you this and we're trying to figure out you know origin story and all the rest of this other kind of crap like that so i get it but it's still kind of it's still kind of iffy especially the fact that you choose those movies like a movie that would theoretically go to a, a predominantly female audience and black panther which all the brothers and sisters would go to just to like be like oh shit i watched the black panther movie finally we finally got some shit 
So it's it's we it's weird, but and I get the policy, I get the the, the, the numbers because it, at the end of the day it's the industry. I get it, but I really it the, the fact that you put you have to slide Spider Man in somewhere, and that's just where you like you figure you're gonna slide it into. Is it like is that come is that supposed to come out before the Civil War movie? After Civil War, it's before Infinity right. Crisis. Because, I mean, he plays a big part in or, Civil War, I'm assuming. So uh, they've got to work you, him in on that I just, one, I just thought about it. Guarantee you, the whole Civil War is about, oh, you know, you know of course, registering superheroes, superhumans. And I guess I, I guarantee you one of those main superhumans is Spider-Man. And then, and then I guess they're, they're, it wasn't a comic. Yeah, yeah. In the comic, Spider-Man reveals the secret identity. But here, it's gonna, I, I guarantee you, it'll be they're, they're going to they're going to track him amongst his or along his origin story. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. I guarantee you that they'll, you know, they'll stop and be like, well, Uncle, Uncle Ben knew, knew Captain America. And, you know, hanging <laughs> that out. That is the and Marvel then, way, right? I guarantee <laughs> you. Uncle Ben was in the same unit as Cap. Right. I guarantee back in the day. you. And then people were like, dude, wait, we, we already saw this, though. We're like, this is why I need That, that right there, like you twice. might be on to something, because if I that happens, you. I can see people being happy and angry at the right. same time. Remember, look at the action sp- the action spread. Look, look, we don't look. need everything tied in like that. Though. Marvel well, does. They will, though. That's Marvel, Marvel does. Picture it, picture it. Outside. Outside of his school, whatever the hell this is going to be. Outside of his school, you got Captain America and, and Iron Man saying, are you going to go with me or are you going with me? I could just see it. He's like, I don't know. I'm Spider Man. I don't really know. Watch. I guarantee you. Guarantee you. C-Song has walked in. He's presenting ribs. This table. dude was not playing about the ribs. <laughs> <laughs> this dude was for real like, I got ribs. That's that mystery right. ribs and stuff. It's, it's too many ribs. Dude, you well, had ribs. I mean, at the just, table. I just swan. I mean, that the, the cow or the swan? I'm pretty sure that's the that's the cow. Oh, that's oh, okay. I mean. How can you tell? I, I'm just saying shit. I can't. I'm, right. I'm just I'll talking shit, yeah, son. Right, what? I can't tell. Don't ask me to justify shit I say. I just say shit. Okay, that's fair. All right. Dude, not playing, dude. Word up. All right. So, Jackie yeah. Robinson West. All right. So, oh, okay, we're in the sports thing now. All right. Now, you're going to talk your shit. Sports. You're going to talk your shit right now. And, like I said, I, I, I've heard it. But I'm, I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you ride. I'm going to let you ride. All right, look. That's man. alcohol. Listen. Here's the deal about Jackie Robinson West. This is fucking tragic, right? It's tragic, and everybody can agree that it's some tragic ass shit. You had a team from the south side of Chicago get to the Little League World Series. The entire damn city. It's like I ain't seen man. I ain't seen Chicago come together on some shit like this since like I don't know, like since it's the Jordan Bulls won, Harold Washington, or since Harold Washington yeah, became Harold mayor, Washington. Right. or since Mayor Jane Byrne got outlawed snow. Like, you know, <laughs> like it's been a long Rest in time, peace, Jane right? Byrne. Right, right. <laughs> since some shit like that went down, right? What's the ribs out for my home? It, it, it really, like, really, 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 right? And for those of you who don't know at home, and I don't know how you couldn't know if you're a Chicago listener, what went down was dude out in Evergreen Park. Evergreen Park got haters. on butthurt. Haters, you mean? Haters in Evergreen Park. Was it forty-two three? Like they got fifty-two three? It was yeah. yeah. Mad because they got smashed. Smashed. They got destroyed and by Jackie innings. Robinson West. In four innings. They got destroyed, and dude was <laughs> so butthurt. I can't do it in the video game. Right? But my man, my man kept getting at people. Right. On that team isn't really a legal team. All right. Fine. I, I understand that shit. When you get destroyed by a team that shouldn't even exist, <laughs> that can really madden you, right? But the entire damn city full of Negroes didn't understand. <laughs> they didn't notice it had been a thing that was happening. As Jackie Robinson West went out and you know beat Las Vegas and all these other teams, right. 
you know, Vegas got mad too. Went on, and then right, sure, sure. But then went on and lost to a uh, Chinese team. It was Korean. Was it Korean team? Asian team? Asian team. Let's call it Asian team. Because it ain't like I'm, I'm some creepy motherfucker sitting around watching Little League World Series every goddamn year. I'm a grown-ass man. I ain't got time for that shit. I'm a grown-ass man, dog. So look, here's the thing about this. Everybody got up in arms because a reporter from DNA Info, Mark Conkle, is the name of the reporter, uh, wrote this story exposing the entire situation in which the guys who the, in the administration of JRW basically broke the boundaries of their Little League boundary to recruit players from other teams and other neighborhoods. Other neighborhoods. There were no teams. There were teams and other neighborhoods. And my man, but he broke those boundaries either way and got these players to play for JRW, right? And then went on and did all this shit, therefore, like, kind of being an ineligible team. Now, my read on this shit is this, right? Jackie Robinson West went on and beat the shit out of them damn kids. They, they played those games. Games got played on the field. I don't have a problem with what the kids did. I have a problem. I don't think anyone does. I, I have really a problem with the administration of JRW who knew damn well what they were doing to the point where they falsified a map. Not only did they falsify a map, but they went to the other teams and other districts to ask those administrators if they would approve a new map to make their players eligible for JRW. And those teams said no. And those teams were run by black dudes. That wasn't even like Evergreen Park. Right. That was like Southside. That was still Southside. So so at that point, at that point, they knew damn well what they were going to try to do, right? And Catsuit and Roseland and wherever else was like, nah, we just, we, we can't go with that. But they did it anyway. They went to the parents of these kids and was like, don't worry, we got this. Don't, these other guys, they approved it. We're good. Your kid's good to play. And then when your shit all comes falling down around you, you go crying that everybody else basically put on a manhunt and fucked over your kids. You put those kids in those uniforms again. You, dra- you tried it out fucking Mr. Photo op, fucking uh, Jesse Jackson and shit, to get out there and get his ass I mean, on but, TV. I mean, but everybody had the feel good shit. So that's right. We all felt good about it. But I, the, I still feel good. <laughs> still feel right. The game still happened, right? The game still good. The game still happened. I mean, they still face Monet Davis. My no. My my issue here is this: the failure, truthfully, is in the inability. When 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 one of the administrators of this team stands up and says, "How are we supposed to compete?" when kids in these neighborhoods want to play football and basketball more than baseball. Well, to me, that's the job. The job is to convince one of them kids. You got to convince somebody to play your sport. What? And, and, okay. and baseball, okay. and baseball, like, okay. like truthfully. Major League Baseball does a shit job of marketing itself to inner city kids, right? Well, they, basketball does a great job. Football does a great job. Baseball does an ass job of that shit. What do you need to play these sports? That's the thing. Wait, wait. They've you, already talked about homeless. Do bats cost a thousand dollars? Oh, but Dominicans. You got, remember, you got to have right. You got to have Dominicans, I guess. You, what? You got to have diamonds. But they've tearing shit down over here. They tear. You don't need diamonds. Okay, if you're you gonna need play, a space, if you're gonna play little league baseball, I'm not. Thir- I'm not going baseball. to back. Get a hold of one and break somebody's window, and everybody starts running. If you need to play little league baseball, yes, someone needs to build a diamond. But clearly, there are diamonds somewhere. You don't even need diamonds. I used to, used to play strikeout. Right. I, mean, like, I, I, used not... play, I used to play baseball in like the little cement park you, in front right. of my house. We didn't have a diamond at Rainbow far, Beach. We had a softball right. field. How come I'm driving all over the damn place every summer Where? and I see cats playing softball? No, no. I'm not. No. Yes, I live in Evanston. Cats are playing softball a block from my house. But they're playing softball on the south side too. What kind of cats are playing um, 
Gov, you know, baseball and uh, Evanston and kind of. What brothers? Were they brothers playing? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, brothers up there. I'm trying to set you up. Brothers in Evanston. I'm trying to playing softball all of a sudden. I'm picking it. Are you kidding me? I mean, baseball. Brothers will run over you to play some softball. I feel like baseball has has just not among black people that baseball has declined. It's declined. I feel like in the U.S. in general. Right, it's declined in baseball. So they they're actually panicking about how many how many black players there are from. Because they asked McCutcheon, they asked Andrew McCutcheon, they said, why don't you, he says, you know what, I could have played football. Right. It would have been mm-hmm. mad easy to play football. But I lucked out because they were going to give me a half scholarship to play baseball. Mm-hmm. You only get 13 scholarships in baseball. Right. Yeah. You get 80 in football. He's like, I could have gone for free and been on the football team and maybe seen maybe a year of action. And I could have gone to school, but... I liked, but I lucked out where somebody took me under their wing, mentored me, and I ended up playing baseball. Yeah. Like, I could have played football, and that's the thing. Like, when I say about facilities, the thing is, part of the, the Jack Robinson thing is that there are boundaries drawn that are arbitrary as shit. And I know, and probably everybody in this room has probably done something that is intended for somebody else in another area, but you like, oh, I know somebody who lives over here. So I'm gonna go and get you signed up for that, man. Mm-hmm. Hold on. It's a CPS, the CPS, the teacher, man. They live in a suburb. Even on the, even on the, we need one parent living in the boundary rule. They fucked up. Yeah. How do you? You a, can't figure fuck. out a way to get one damn piece of paper with someone's address on it. But you that's the kids we went to school with back in the day that had one parent living out in the suburbs <laughs> and one parent living in the city. Yep. We had a ton of people we knew Turn. doing that. You couldn't figure that out. How are both parents getting a damn paycheck in Dalton? Yeah, Dalton. Yeah. Hey, that ain't I, Jackie I, Robinson West territory. I'm not. I'm not saying that the 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 Jackie Robinson like the people who are in charge. Yeah. They. I mean, they fucked up. There's no. There's no coming back for them. There's no. But you know, I don't really care. But they didn't but, take it as serious as the. They didn't take it as serious as the kids take. But it. they took it. They took it serious enough to ask other administrators to change the map. But they took it serious enough they to backdate the map they did turn yeah, in. Yeah. They could have gone to the administration and like, look, this is our area, but these kids don't have these kids may not have teams, these kids may do whatever. We need something else. We need another redraw. They could have done this before. They could have done it before. And been done with. In fact. But also the also the fact the, the problem they I have. They could have done thing, it two years prior when my man who's a coach of Jackie Robinson West got beat and then got pissed off. <laughs> right? He could have done it then. And didn't do it. And then, it's hatership. Okay. It's hatership. It could yeah. be. I mean, but the, the thing with the, <laughs> the, the thing that I think that myths a lot of people is the fact that there have been three squads that have been in Little League history Yeah, that have gotten, you know, after the thing was over, like, okay, we're taking your stuff back. All of them are black. Right. Yeah. And they've taken their shit. But the ones that, like, oh, well, you know what, we're going to suspend the adults – like they did over here. They did over here. They suspended the adults. They're like, okay, you're not coaching. You're not managing. You're right. done. Mm. But you kids still keep your you you get you kids still keep your. They strip the black kids three times. When white when the white coaches fuck up, they penalize the white coaches, but the kids keep their shit. Or even like the the big thing back yeah. in the '80s was like the 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 Far East teams, like the Japan, China, were getting older <laughs> kids, and they were practicing out out of season and all this other shit. Mm. But no one could prove anything. But the backdrop of all this, but the backdrop of all this is the fact that Little League hoped this would blow over. They really did. Little League was like, "Oh shit, we in the White House. 
We just signed the ESPN contract. Little League wanted nothing to do with breaking this story. We got Obama up here. We got big dogs like watching the thing. You had Monet Davis in Philly. You had JRW. You were like, people were watching Little League. And they're like, oh, shit, we're not going to mess this up. We getting paid. So they hoped it would get away. But then you had my man DNA Info. You had the dude at Evergreen Park I, 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 who was wait, pulling records. Wait, which I'll point out. A man at DNA Info tried to leave the story alone three times. Yeah. But Evergreen Park dude no, kept we're coming not, at him with more data. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, because the people. Who pulls records? Haters. <laughs> exactly. Haters for work. <laughs> and, you know, you, you're you not going to convince me that no other teams right. have and, stuff right. going right. on. Right, because they came right. at Evergreen right. Park with that. like you know, Chicago land, dude. Yeah. Right. Like, like, no, you can't convince me that other teams from other cities, yeah. other countries, you Parents can't convince will, me that they're not trying to find ways to cheat. Right. But, you know, they got, you know, Jackie yeah. Robinson got caught. So I was pissed. I used to play was... softball in a Grant Park League, and it was one year. i never forget. I'm still mad about 1995, where I played one damn team, and we, we beat the shit out of this damn team, and for the division title, we played the same damn team, and I had to look at seven different players for that team <laughs> all of a sudden. Right. I'm still mad. Folks from Michigan and shit. Right. Don't be mad, son. Still mad. Don't be mad, son. You know, nah, man, I'm still upset. Right. Fuck you, Tunes Bar. I hope you're out of business. Angry. <laughs> Pissed off. Fucking word. Fucking Southport and Irving Yo. Park Road, thereabouts. Right. Kiss my black ass. All right, so. Bunch of man. ringing motherfuckers. <laughs> so. As far as baseball, I know that note. Yeah. No, man. Moving as far, along. But as far as baseball and, like, the involvement in, in my thing was always been materials and basketball's mad easy. You need a ball in the hoop. Football is kind of easy. You need a space and a uh, ball. Football, football. You need that equipment is not cheap, but I mean the, equipment for like a team football game makes but, so much money that you know they're willing to spend it. I mean, so I'm saying for people to. I think he's saying for people to, to start out and understand the game a little bit. Because I, when I when I was on the south side, we just played football in the streets. We just yeah, this is my point. Uh, everybody plays football. Yeah. And then, you like, can't make the equipment the argument for baseball. It's not hockey. Have have a, but even, yeah, Hockey's well, crazy, stupid. Hockey, yeah, well. This is simply go out to the park. Everybody's oh, got a be. bat in the house. Throw a ball. Paint a box on the wall to make a strike zone. And play. Should only like only six-year-old men have bats in the house. I'm willing. <laughs> Sixty and younger, they got they got gats. They ain't got bats. <laughs> Sorry, I'm willing. I'm willing to blame Major League Baseball for simply not giving a fuck about. I don't know if you blame sport in the inner city. I don't know if you blame. I'm I'm, I'm a marketing. I'm not saying they're great. No, I'm watching marketing. I'm watching marketing, and I'm gonna tell you that ain't what they're doing. Yeah, that's not where they're. That's they not used where they're to do it. And they from. don't do it, man. They don't care right. about that anymore. They used to do it. many '80s. When I got into baseball because of the actual marketing caliber of the Major League Baseball organization to kids in my neighborhood, right? I got up and watched like the the, the was the baseball bunch or whatever it was, you know, every damn morning on Saturdays. You know what I'm saying? I watched that show. I got better as a damn like. He's old as hell. Yeah, but you don't know. you don't know the baseball ball, whatever know. it was. Never heard of the baseball. You don't. Did you ever watch Twib this week in baseball? They call it. Yeah. They call it. They call it. I did. I mean, to be fair, I stopped caring about baseball once I hit like seventh or eighth grade. Like before that, I loved it. What year? And my was dad that? used to play baseball all the time. But then was around it the nineties, like ninety one, ninety two, when the like, NBA oh, really ramped basketball. up its marketing shit, yeah. and overtook baseball. And how to market to just about anybody who gave a damn. Yeah. The Jordan strike? years. When did they have the strike? Yeah. The baseball strike. 
93. See, because I, I, I remember so I, I, just got, I just got into baseball like that year before. I was like, you know what? This actually might be cool. And then they canceled it. Like, wait, no. You can't yeah, cancel like, basketball. I mean, the baseball. only people who should have really given a fuck. The only people who really should have cared were teams who were about to win. But and but and the can't. White Sox were in the hunt. And the Yankees were in front. And if you weren't either of those two teams, you weren't going to win any damn way. Like, that's not. There's no reason to come. After, after that point, you, you know can't. who saved Joe Bacon? Sosa McGuire saved Joe shit. So after Sosa McGuire, fuck that. Who cared about the strike? No one cared anymore. Sosa McGuire showed you home runs were still going over the wall. You know? Until they weren't. Until they weren't. <laughs> right. I don't know how. <laughs> Until you can put a needle up your ass. No. Right. Look, that, that, that's the way that went down. That's my Jackie Robinson West. All right. And the baseball shit. And my baseball shit, too. America's best Um, Yo, I'm going to lead this to y'all. Dwight Howard grabbing people's junk. I don't think much needs to be said about that. <laughs> don't Wait, do it. who put that on there, first of all? Don't. Right, you know what? I, I, I read this. Video. I read this. I was like, I bet this is this, this right now. I saw the video. It was real weird. It was strange, right? It was really weird. Actually, wow. think about it. Like, I, don't even, right, I don't even know. This is what like, he did. This is what he did. He touched his dude's stuff. It's literally all it is. Dude, he was during the game. It's during the game. This dude, Isaiah Kanan, was on the bench chilling. Dwight is in his suit because he's injured right now, and he's walking past him, and he just, you know, punches him. No, punch him. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. No, punch. see, he that's grabs. what I was wondering. Was it a punch? He Here's grabs. the thing. So apparently, I'm not going to YouTube this. My man, dude, it's hilarious. My man Isaiah Cannon or whoever he is is sitting on the bench in his game gear, right? Straight like legs open, just kind of like like chilling out, like whatever the hell. And he's got his hand down, and he does like an, it looks like he does an adjustment for like a second. It looks like he does like an adjustment down there. Right, Dwight Howard comes walking up to the bench in his suit, and straight reaches his hand over into this dude's pants or shorts. Not into, not into, no, into. not into. I mean, like, like into on, his crotch. They're like yeah, toward, TMZ, towards <laughs> back into the left. Like <laughs> back into the left. <laughs> back <No>. into the left. <laughs> I love how you walk that back. Like, I'm like, did he now play like all this shit? Now like, like, wait like, no. Like, oh, well, what back, the fuck, you? Right. He went to the left. If I did it to you right now, no, you'd be mad uncomfortable. That'd be mad uncomfortable. No right. matter, no matter whether it was a punch. But you were like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. You turned into, it something different. By into, I meant like in between his legs. Is what okay. I meant when I said into. Okay. <laughs> I, wasn't, I didn't mean like into his hands. That's not a move that you right. do to anybody else. There's no right. reason to do anybody. it. Anybody. It's right there. There's like, no call. Hey, we got, we got, like, we like, 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 see, like, see, song is looking no. like, what the no. hell? See, right there. No. He grabs it. Four hands. No. No. It's really weird. No. Is it not weird? You know what? If we talk about this shit for two minutes, that's five minutes too long. I agree. But understand who wrote the we talked about how Dwight Howard's whack. Well, we both, wrote, we both wrote it. We, wanna, we can do that. No, no, no. We didn't write, we we didn't write this whole NBA. shit. Let's you wrote, NBA. I wrote a couple things. Thing. I'm saying, but I wrote a couple things. Okay, you wrote, dude, you wrote, you wrote nine pages out of a goddamn itinerary. Oh, my God. My point here is this. What is your point? NBA culture. Here we go. NBA culture. Okay. If this is two dudes playing around on the sidelines, you know what I'm saying? Dwight Howard walking up in his suit, punching a man in his junk because he's sitting there making an adjustment on the bench because he can't, right? Who gives a fuck? Like, this is a deal. This like, is people, still dumb. People have talked about this thing, Wait, and it is hilarious. I mean, like, I, well, I watched a lot of NBA. I didn't, I didn't think anybody about talked about it nobody more than, like, about. a passing mention. It is, no, no, no. It's, I, on the inter, it's popular on the interwebs. I mean, yes. But, no, like, I stay on the interwebs. I be on interwebs, Especially online. What I couldn't figure out. I be on interwebs. While people will talk about any number of things, what I couldn't figure out is this. 
why in the world? Like, if you was going to walk up and, like, hit a man and just jump on the side, like, hit a man and jump that's on the side. That's, that's football, they do that. Do They'll they? do that. Do they? I've never Yo, seen that in the football. You've never okay. seen it? No, in a pile, I hear that cats out that punch people's junk all the time. I've never seen somebody walk up and just grab another man's junk on the sidelines you know what it is? waiting for the play to come in. What it really is, is I mean, let, let, let us give it Dwight Howard's a weirdo. It's the homophobia of NBA. Yeah, first of all, yeah. weird. First of all it's a, okay, it is a, he's, it's, those are the two points. Dwight Howard is weird and he sucks. Second. Third, you got a lot of homophobia in the NBA. Now, what I know what, I know what happened in my brain, when I saw that, I was like, no, this is just dumb shit that happens in the locker room. There's always that dude that is overly comfortable with everybody, yeah. which is Dwight Howard, because Dwight Howard is about as funny as he thinks he's funny. He yeah. he thinks he's funny. Yeah. And like to be a big seven foot six dude and he's be trying so to be a fluffy. Seven foot six inch twelve year old. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And people and like what what's his what's his scouting report? He he can he can pick up rebounds, but if you if you push him, he'll fall over. Yeah. I mean, you got Kevin Durant on the bench yelling at him that he's soft. He's soft. Yeah. Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant Kevin, Kevin Durant. Durant. He's about the nicest yeah. person ever. Right. Right. Yeah. And he calls you. Well, right. Kevin soft. Durant snapped. So Kevin Durant may not be nice. No, he, he's got to be. He's got to be. Kevin Durant's like you guys. The media's giving him his heel turn. That's all. That's oh, all that's right. going on. Right. But he is. Okay. He, he is about the nicest person. My that. man just said heel turn on the podcast. Right. <laughs> I, watched, I watched him wrestling right. back in the day. He said <laughs> heel turn. Here we go. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's pretty nice. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Ah. Dwight Howard is. I don't even want to really talk about Dwight. Howard. Okay. I, I, he, no, no. Yeah, he's I, going. I, he's I, going. yeah. I'm I, done with Dwight Howard. But I'm saying that that whole it's an issue because of the homophobia of the NBA. Right? And Dwight Howard's immaturity, right? Still. Still. Dwight Howard's like, what, but it's not going to change. Something? How old is Dwight Howard at the nah, time? He's 28, 30? Really? You know? He's easily. coming in on 30. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He will yeah. never win a championship in his life, ever. Uh, Man. Well, you I, hope? Well, <laughs> I mean, we all say I agree. <laughs> I agree. I mean, that's the problem because what they'll do, whatever team picks him up, we want to build around him, which is the wrong thing to do. You need right. to build around a functional player and add him. But, but like, if you. You know what Dwight Howard is in the football terms? He's Terrell Owens. No, right? no, 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 he's not even close. Terrell Owens is a contributor. <laughs> but you could never win a championship with Terrell Owens because. But it's not because it's got to it's got to be about Terrell Owens on offense. It has to be about that. If it ain't about Terrell Owens, has one well, season talk. of teamwork. He has one season of trying to be a teammate for you in him. And at that point, it's not about him. Fuck that. He may as well be Scottie Pippen taking his damn shoes off. Dwight Howard is the dude you want to build around, even though he's actually a role player. He's a massive role player, right? The team is built around somebody else. Dwight Howard you, is Tony Kukoc. He's a person you want to build your team around, but ultimately he does not have enough to do to get you where you need to go. There's a lot of guys in the NBA like that. There's a lot but of my point here is GMs look at Dwight Howard, they look at the stat line, well, I mean, and they know, go, holy shit, how can we not? And when he's on your team, that extra thing that you need an actual superstar to do, Dwight Howard will never do. Oh, ever. No. He won't inspire anyone. Nope. He won't he be a leader. He won't be a leader. Nope. nope. He, won't dis- he won't destabilize your locker room, per se. Nope. But he won't step up. He will bitch about everything, though. Everything. everything. Terrell Owens. He is a wide receiver. He wants to wide look receiver. pretty. He wants to be in the fucking highlights. He wants you to remember receiver. the shit that he did that was great. But when Most. you say, go next level on me, he says, what have I not done for you so far? 
But it's having true. no understanding of what's meant. It was worse. Don't no. see. But Dwight Howard will say, "Okay," and do the same shit he was doing before. Yep. Terrell Owens will actually say, "Well, what did I? I already did it. I'm the shit." I mean, so he's already done. You know, he's already given you eight catches, hundred yards. He gave you the stat line. Like he, Dwight Howard's already given you twenty Dwight points Howard, and fifteen I, rebounds. I don't think he's going to reach the level that he was at in Orlando anymore because nope. he's getting a little older and and there's other guys injury. in the league who can also do that. No, back but injury. he has a, like that that back injury. I think when he was with the Lakers. I think the back injury was more of a deal than almost anything else. And now with Houston, I feel like he's still dealing with some of those injuries a little bit. Like, like a younger version of Shaq. And he's not going to reach that level he was before. And their offense is like they keep trying to feed him in the post. And he, I don't understand how you could have Hakeem Olajuwon and Kevin McHale there <laughs> to talk to every day. And not have developed a yeah. better post game. But you know what? It's best, it's, yeah, it's, best it's not. It doesn't make any sense. Right. But oh, but see, that's the thing. It's Unless the same he's not with, listening. If you're looking at, well, look at um. What are you probably not asking him? Shit. The, um, the big man, Hibbert. Hibbert. He went. He hung out with Kareem mm-hmm. and learned nothing. Zero. He is not better. He is not more. Sometimes, sometimes here's the deal. And here's the thing I think about like Hall of Fame players in the NBA and other sports, not just the NBA. Hall of Fame players know how to do something. But they can't explain to you how that to do is, that. That is not true of Hakeem. Hakeem has taught several people how that to have won championships. Play. No, he Kobe taught, he and LeBron. Oh, both of them went to Hakeem. Okay, that's true. Wait, Kobe and LeBron went to Hakeem. Yes. Who don't even play his position? Yes. And Kobe's Kobe has the best footwork probably of anybody in the league. Remember right the post? Now. Remember, remember that there was a bunch well, of videos. Not of right now. Let's not say right now. Well, I mean, he's injured right now. But right. No, no. Okay. But even last and he's like year, ninety years old. Even right now, in NBA term. with him old. His footwork is impeccable. Okay. Yeah. That's how All he right. gets his shot off. Ba- based on based on talking to Hakeem. Yeah, he worked right. with him a couple summers. LeBron worked with him a couple of summers before right. they went, before he won his two championships. Mm-hmm. Hakeem knows how to teach people because he's not just saying do what I did. He's showing. I wasn't them expecting. What I was expecting you to name big men who worked with Hakeem, no. but now you named actually. I'm sure there are a big, shooting guard and a small forward. I think there are big men that have worked with Hakeem. Kwame Brown has worked with uh, Hakeem. Oh, don't do. <laughs> so what I'm saying, what I'm saying, you you said, no, no, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, you gotta be willing to learn. Kwame Brown wasn't yeah. willing to learn. Right. Yeah, man, Dwight yep. not willing to learn. Yeah, I agree with so, that. So, okay, this may also be true about Dwight Howard that he might. So a lot of guys in a lot of different industries believe they already know a thing. They've had success. I'm the physical they, 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 They've done. never, they've never had to work for it. Work for quote unquote work. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not Dwight. Dwight, Dwight Howard ain't working. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's working, but like. There's improving your shit. Like Shaq never got a damn free throw. Right? He got five rings, but but, but my point is when you don't have to yeah. do a thing to have whatever Nobody you believe success you. is, yeah, yeah, yeah. no Nobody one can, can tell you shit. Yeah, okay. Right? You. Yeah. you knew damn well Shaq could have ten rings if he could shoot a, if he could shoot eighty five percent. Right? Yeah. If he could shoot ninety percent, Shaq would have three more rings. That'd be scary. You know? <laughs> yeah. Doing no jokes. To eliminate <laughs> right. Hacker Shaq defense, just to eliminate that. Right when Derrick Rose says in the NBA, when Derrick Rose says, "Look, I want to be able to dunk off my left foot. I don't just want to be a, a jump shooter." What I hear is, "I don't want to develop a jump shot." Mm. What if you're Derrick Rose? No, I don't. Think no, I don't what I'm seeing, what I'm seeing from Derrick Rose now is different than what I was. I was hearing that a year and a half ago. I'm saying mm. when I heard Derrick Rose first say that, when he wouldn't play, when the doctor was telling him to play. You know? I think he was right to not do that I because right the Bulls training staff is on some bullshit, yes. as we've discovered. But but when I hear a player say, I don't want to develop this, I don't want to become this thing, which you know you don't have in your game any damn way, Jordan, when he was just a dunker, became a shooter. 
became a distributor, became a defender. He's done all these different things. And I hate comparing everybody else in the NBA to Jordan, but it is to say that if you got two tools, but you know there's five, get two more tools. Get two more tools if you want to be a champion, right? When I hear Derrick Rose say, I don't want to be a jump shooter, Look, man, there's a I game be to be played. Or I don't want to be just a jump shooter. Uh, well, yeah, there's but, a but it's a game to be played. There's, there's a, a game to be played between dunking the ball and the three-point line. That's true. But Derrick Rose, a lot of his – I mean, you're right that you have to develop new tools yes. kind of – especially as you get older. You right. know? But Derrick Rose is still a young or even guy. If or even if there's and, injury. And to be comfortable, especially when you're, when you're a pro athlete like that, I can totally understand wanting to get back to a space – like especially an, an injury like an ACL, sure. Achilles, some kind of stuff like that. You – like the problem after a while is really mental. Yeah. And so for him, in order for him, his mind to be like, okay, I'm, I can play again. I can understand wanting to be able to dunk off one foot. Like that's, yeah, it's just his left like, foot specifically in the case of the quote that I remember. But right. I mean, part of his game, I mean, he, he has to be able to do it from both feet. I get that, but like I'm just saying, like he can you, be a good jump shooter, but he's never. That's never, never. Nobody's ever going to be like, ooh, watch out for that Derrick Rose jump shot. Is, that quote was that, that quote was in, in relation to his injury. That quote was yes. that, I want to be able to. I want to be able to, my left to explode yeah, off that, my left. That says that I'm better. That that, 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 that you're taking it out of context. Yeah. It's, Is there anybody else that you can remember in the NBA who had a set of skills at some point, but as they got older, had to develop a set of skills? Not naming like other than Jordan. Because it seems to me this is the thing that great players have to do. Everybody, because yeah. the league yeah. will adjust to you. Right? Yeah. And Derrick Rose at some point will not be able to be this. I mean, even right now. Totally agree. Even right now, he's not he's not scoring 24 points a night and getting like nine rebounds. Uh, nine assists. Shooting goddamn jump shots. N- not, yeah. not, he's not still a, averaging like Yes. He's like shooting a lot of jump shots that aren't falling. He's still average, dude, his average is going up. Like it's, He's shooting a lot of jump better shots. As he's getting better. He's getting better. He's still averaging around what, 15, 18 yeah. points a game. Like He's still putting it up. So like, My point with Derrick is you have to change. You have to improve your all-around game. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Oh no! If, they're not, if they're not letting you dunk, you must do a jump shot. If you see how how how, how he, he like he doesn't want to give it to Powell on the pick and roll. Like if you have you noticed, like he's kind of like, oh, I can't get to the hole. Right <laughs> here, Powell. But right. I'm like, <laughs> the, you go. But Der- Russell Westbrook, the yeah. way he plays right now, that's the way Derrick Rose was playing Absolutely. during that MVP yes. season. Right. And he can't seem to get back to that level. So I agree, he does need to adjust to where he is now. Right. He does need. To, I mean, and. He, He's been working on his jump shot. He probably has a little too much confidence in that three-point shot right now because it's just it's they not working him, as well as he'd like. Shoot. They tell him to go ahead and shoot. But so. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm not worried about the Bulls. I think the Bulls will be fine. But, you oh, know. I mean, I'm not worried about it because they ain't gonna win a championship. Like there's nothing to worry. Oh, whoa. You you have a championship oh. to get or not. The goal is a championship. You ain't gonna get one bull. So who's winning oh. out of the East? Then? Who's coming out of the East? I don't even care. Like it doesn't matter. Right. So ain't the bulls. No. here's the deal. Here's the deal. The bulls. Bulls. There's, there's two teams that can stop them. I still think yeah. the Cavaliers, Raptors. That's it. And the Raptors. In, I'm My gonads won't let me say Atlanta. Raptors. Atlanta will be will, will be one and out. Once they'll be one and out. I guarantee you. You mean they lose in the first round? Yes. Next topic, 
Some Muslims needed to go that night, but it was a white. It's a white dude, so and, that's and, how it works. And it's a white dude. That's how it works. The bigger issue is white dude is crazy. If each Muslim cat caught a bullet to the head, execution right? style. That is not. That's not a parking dispute. That's I haven't heard anybody dispute. say what the parking dispute yeah. actually was. No Apparently, like, like no, they were mad. He was mad that their guests kept parking in a spot like apparently in front, where I guess it was like some big apartment kind of deal, where. It's in front of like the walkway or whatever, and people kept parking there. And he figured I sh- there was no like, you know, like, you know, space twenty two is my space kind of. Sh- there was none of that. It was like, just. Was it a legal parking spot? Was it's a legal parking, parking spot. Yes. Yeah. So he was mad about people parking in a, a in a, a spot legal that he spot? thought that he should have access to. Is this a like, dip situation? It, like what? More or less. He put a chair there. So. <laughs> like, like there was no chair. There no digging it out. There no dip. Basically, there were some Muslim kids who put their car there one night. And apparently Often. people's guests have been doing this for a while. And in he, a spot. Yeah. He resented it because he resented them. Yeah. And he confronted them with the gun in the waist. And one of the kids told her dad. Like, this dude, like, came up to us and, like, was really demonstrative and yelling at us or whatever and we noticed he had the gun just like in the belt and like you know be careful da 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 and then dude goes off so North dude Carolina he's threatened him does North Carolina have the death penalty it's, to the internet it's southern I mean, I don't know. it's yeah. southern it is so, south but like I say I they're, they're no portraying but they're portraying this dude same. as he just he's just a whack job right. oh you know he's just a whack job so whatever race wasn't an issue race wasn't an issue religion That's wasn't how an they're issue playing. Which is some bullshit. Like, yeah. In order to shoot three life? people in the head, you got to be fucking like, you got to be James Bond level good with your handgun. It, it don't mean it. In, in a dispute, you know what I'm saying? Oh my god, we're having an argument. We're fighting. We don't well, have I didn't think he needed to be nice with the handgun. I thought he just he had a gun, and so he told them to get on the floor. And they just, Which is North to Carolina, say, North Carolina has a North death row. They do. All right, then. they have a death row. There's, there's nothing to say. We don't know if the reason that he shot him because he shot him and he didn't need to. He really doesn't. And that, that's that. That I think is the, is what we'll take back kind of thing. But he certainly intended to and had been thinking of doing so before he actually did it mm-hmm. because the dead kids had already mentioned this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? They've been threatened. They've been they've been so dealing with this. I dude. don't want to hear we, we we don't need to hear how it's not a race issue or religion issue, how it's not a hate issue, right? We don't need to hear that. When this dude in, in college towns, there's noise all kinds of places. 
there's parking issues. There's all kinds of like fucking like 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 right. conflicts yeah. all over the place. Right now in Evanston, there's yeah. a conflict over some bullshit going on right now, mm-hmm. right? And ain't nobody gotta go and whip out a gun. And believe me, there's a whole <laughs> lot of non-white kids up there mm-hmm. about to build the next great fucking telescope, right? <laughs> Who will throw a loud fucking party, mm-hmm. right? Evanston's down in Chicago for the listeners. Just so everybody knows. Oh, we know. Okay. Oh, we know. Most, but yeah, our forty listeners know. Oh, for sure. Our legion, Germany, fan, yeah, no. our legion of fan. Our legion of fan are aware. Evans is not right. in Chicago. Right. Germans, you say they're Germans. They listen to this. They don't yeah. know. How they know? know that was some weird shit. But the Germans. I know a couple of them. Though. You know a few of the Germans. Yeah. All right. Got busy. All right. Word up. So there was that because that was some bullshit. And I think you might have had the exact right point about that, Omari. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter why execution. It wasn't necessary. But I, I believe my issue was you can't call a fucking execution not racial. Or not, not hate, it's not hate based, you know it's what I'm saying? Right. Well, I mean, it, it, well, you, but that's a media portrayal. It's messed too. up though. Totally it's, it's, a little, it's a little weird because you, you can't really say, when, we, when, you, when you say hate, I mean, I can think of just, I don't like you, I dislike you for whatever reason. But when people say hate, they mean sort of religious. I want you all. They, they, mean, right. they mean hate as in religion, race, or something like right. that. Mm-hmm. He, I will say this if you put a different circumstance together, if there were just some three white kids that were doing the same shit, is it likely that he would have shot them? I don't well, know. And I don't know. Seriously, I don't no, know. No, no, but no, in no. my mind, <laughs> that, in my right mind, <laughs> in my <laughs> mind, <laughs> I don't think so. But that's I in mean, my mind. That, that's my bias. If though. I'm thinking like, you know, no, he, you know, you never really know, but uh, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and that's the <laughs> show he would have. And that's the stuff that we're having to deal with. That's the stuff that we're dealing with. Yeah, folks like Bill Maher going on and talking about how. Well, you know the Muslim, the Muslim world is is basically shit. Like he's coming out just saying like the Muslim world has done uh, done their people an injustice, and that's why people hate them. Like people just people just need to be very clear about what it means to be Muslim and what it means to be from a particular area that is considered a Muslim world. Like it's not it's a religion first, and not just the people. Like and, and that's what I think people are getting you know messed up. People on. don't even care. And that, but they don't that, even care about the people. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like the level of nuance that you're saying there, most people are not even. But you got to understand your fear. But you got to understand your fear. No, I don't, don't understand. No, why people, to no. me, to I'm you, scared of some shit. This logic. country does hate not is not logic. Fear. Fear. <laughs> this country does not <laughs> understand its fear. You probably right. does hate does not have logic. Like you got dudes like I hate Muslims. Do you know any? No, but and that's the thing. I don't understand. We don't understand it because we don't hate that way. We don't get like. I have a problem with someone who personally does me wrong. I hate some. I hate one person. <laughs> I hate more than that. Just one person. You I mean, have I, one? I don't hate one person. I don't even see this person very often. They're, they're at work. I hate one person. But I know this Wait, person. Wait, they're at work? Do they have a job or they're your coworker? They're coworker. Oh, Ish. They're a very bad person because they, they do things that are kind of evil. And under, are they under, your Wario? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like wow. under no circumstances. I bring it around every time, dude. They're, they're not a person to me. They're just they're, shit language they're, they're just purely evil. I've only met one of the people. Everybody, there are a lot of people I dislike. I know people like that. Because a lot of people I dislike, like man, I don't like you. Or I don't like you for whatever reason. I, I ain't gotta fuck with you. Or just, I ain't gotta fuck with you. Yeah. I ain't gotta fuck with right. you. Whatever. But you also ain't gonna like you know. I'm gonna get the faux faux and like kicking it. Like you know, and, and I think I think you get on a good top top here. <laughs> Excuse me. People don't understand their fear. 
I guess because they're scared. They just, I don't really care. I, because right. I hate it. I just hate it. Just let and the environment we're in, shoot first, ask questions And that's later. just crazy to me. If I'm scared shoot of something. Shoot first and justify later. I'm going to know everything about it so I can stay away from it. Or so you know, I can understand it so that it doesn't kill me. Or it well, doesn't mess with me. You know what I mean? Like, man, I mean, what, what you're saying is not. <laughs> it's idealistic as hell right now. Yeah, I know it's crazy. I know. I know it's crazy. Like, we get it. I mean, I mean, we get it. And like, I wish everybody was conscientious enough to and, know, what, know why they hate. Them. I don't even know. I, I just don't understand. Like, if I have that emotion about something, I'm gonna concentrate and just try to figure that shit out so it doesn't hurt me. But it makes sense. To but me that's the thing. I mean, you also aren't carrying a full flow. You don't have well, the. Right. You don't have the. You don't have don't the wherewithal. I don't. Well. <laughs> You know, I, you should, I mean, you know, we're going to pull heat, pull heat. Um, no. <laughs> you see motherfuckers trying to shoot shit right. sideways. So what the hell? Do no, it. I'm sitting next to you. If you got that shit, you're taking a bullet, right? No, I ain't. That's what we're here. here for. He's not, he's we are. We got stuff to live for, man. Nobody's right. taking a bullet for Terry. So, <laughs> so, but, but that goes on the thing where. Give me that shot for me. A lot of <laughs> Thank you. the issues that we have, Appreciate like it. online or whatnot, are, I'll pay you back. are people coming up going, how do you know this? And we and we have this kind of thing going, that wouldn't happen if, you know, nah, if that had been white kids out there. Because we have that now because we've been proven over and over and over again that when this shit pops off and the victim is a person of color, woman, man, trans person, whatever, if they're a person of color... The media shit rolls out. It was their fault. Person was doing in self-defense. All this other kind of thing. The first thing, when I, if I shoot, if I get shot, the first thing the person goes to is the wife of the dude who shot me. Yeah. And the per- I don't know how to this humanize, happened. To humanize the guy who did the shooting. Yeah, that's the real problem. That they, they humanize the, the shooter. They humanize the, the shooter, whether it's a police officer, whether it's this dude. It's always that's the first instinct is to they had to humanize the shooter in defense of the fact that somebody might call that man yeah. a hateful racist and and denigrate the person who got shot right even but if I mean, they're a kid I mean, but even, even this, in this like, case they couldn't you know, even pull anything up on that right they couldn't even pull anything up like yeah. they were going to med school and so you just haven't heard anything about them well the stuff you, you know, did here was just like yeah they were really good kids and really great students and actually the dude actually had a Kickstarter to try to. You know, he was raising funds. He was trying to go back to Jordan to, you know, yeah. bring dentistry to the kids and all that kind of thing. They had nothing on these kids. Nothing. So just like, it was just quiet. Just, yeah. Yeah, they died. Yeah. Can't because if we one. because if we humanize these kids, then you may be, like, you may be outraged. Like, why, what happened? You may be asking questions. Like, this couldn't have been a parking, over a parking spot? Really? All right. Next, next bit. Let's move on. The Jessica Williams Lean In article. <laughs> I'm pretty. Oh, how many, have we all seen this? I didn't read the. I didn't read the article, but I, I heard about it and what happened. I felt some kind of way about this shit because there was something being said about it that I'm gonna tell you. Like, and some of you cats might. I, now, my my notes here say I want to talk about this Jessica Williams thing, but I really don't want to make this about dudes. <laughs> it's not about this it. Is really, watch how quick this can become about dudes. Here's the thing, Jessica Williams. Jessica Williams does a thing. Daily Show that whole nine, right? Right. And John Stewart, stuff, well. he, he's going away. So Cass was like, "Hey, maybe you might get that whole Daily Show shit." And Jessica Williams was like, "I don't want that Daily Show shit. Not my thing. Thank you. No, thank you. Right? Right. That happened." So then the phone starts buzzing, and I couldn't tell if it was Aaron. Oh, that's my shit. All right. So then that whole thing starts happening, and Jessica Williams by saying, 
I yeah, no thanks. I'm not interested. Not for me. Not feminist, right now. Not right now. Feminists started getting to Jessica Williams like, girl, what's wrong with you? You, missed the, you, you left something out very important. Oh, did I? Okay, she said, she said that she is underqualified. Underqualified. She did that, say she was underqualified. That's the right, most right. important thing, part of the right. whole thing. And she's she 25. She, she said she was underqualified. underqualified. Right. But, it, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt. No, it's okay. Right? I mean, this is important that she did say she was underqualified. Personally, I feel like a person has a right to know within themselves whether they're ready for a thing. Whether I'm ready for a thing. Yeah. And when motherfuckers start telling you, do this for us, I have a problem. I just I just realized that this is this could quickly become a guy. You you know what I'm saying? Now you see what I'm saying? Now I'm like, okay, I'm gonna shut up. So I'm gonna I'm supporting Jessica Williams and her shit for being being able to say, no, I know me, not my path. I know me. I know what that show entails. Right, especially yeah. that. I know what that, that, like, that, yeah. that was the whole thing about to me. Because it was like, there's nobody that probably knows better than her how much work people go would, into. You know, the person running the show, acting as a showrunner, hosting, all that stuff has to do than her. And if she says she's not ready for it or she thinks she's underqualified, then. Or who's to say that in choice. three years she won't get something else fucking dope as fuck that she's totally qualified for or ready for at the time, or that she develops herself? Well, right, so we have we have this. We we uh, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna be actually more specific. There are a lot of liberal folks that need they need people to stand up for things and be and be icons and and and, and represent things uh, so that people say, hey, look, we did something. Look, look, look. This is this person represents this and this person represents that. You go, you did a great job. And I, and I think that that's what happened because when she when she does the opposite, like, oh no, I'm underqualified. Then it becomes a woman saying that she's underqualified. And then, it, oh, well, you don't want to be that, that, that totem? You don't yeah. want to be that? How, could, how dare you? How dare you not fill in? Right. How, how dare you not stand up and represent all of us for this thing right. we believe right. re- is for us? And I'm like, to me, I'm just like, dude, the fact that she, like you said, like you just said, the fact that she is aware enough to say that, or you said, I don't, I don't remember which one of you guys said it, but the fact that she's that aware to be able to say that is beautiful. Yep. And it's great. And she knows herself. And that's part. That's, uh, and for anyone to say anything against or even towards, and this ain't like, this ain't no. dudes. This ain't us dudes saying, "All right, some woman knew her place." This ain't that. No, not at all. This ain't that. And I don't want anybody to mistake that shit for that. No, no, that's not the part. I'm, this ain't, that's not the part I'm concerned about. There, there's a thing that can happen that I am concerned about. This ain't it. Oh, okay. I'm applauding Jessica Williams for standing up for the desire to still remain Jessica Williams, nice. right? You know what I mean? And not like, be the, the nice. chick who came after John Stewart, or or to not be someone else's chick who came after John Stewart. Nice, you know, to not be what happens a year from now. Jessica Williams says a bunch of jokes that ain't funny and shit, and then Jessica Williams becomes this woman can't handle it. Right, dude. I right? guess we got to turn this over to Donald Glover. And then <laughs> Donald Glover, what? You know, like God like. Well, where did that come from? Yeah, that <laughs> but but here here's the here's the thing though. I just kind of going. But you know that's how that shit is. It's gonna be worse than that though because. That's not her her fall from that. If she does take that, and her fall from that position will be so bad. Like, it, you it's know like how, you can't. You know how you know racist I am. Wait, wait. I'm. Not, I just surprised myself about how full of bullshit I can be sometimes, and not other times. 
the first person I fucking thought about to replace Jessica Williams was a fucking brother. Knowing damn well that this shit really came down, it'd be some like Don Rickles type motherfucker. Like, <laughs> completely. Like, just knowing how the shit would really go, they wouldn't be like, oh yeah, let's get this hum- young, hip, black comedian who's been on like, like you know, This American Life and shit. That would never fucking happen. Nope. But it would totally be like, you know, oh shit, what's Ashley Kutcher doing right now? It would be that way, you know? That's what would actually happen. I, 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 I shocked my... I, I, I think... The, I don't know why Donald Glover came I don't know what... Yeah, let's, let's erase that part right, right there. Um, a lot of the actually, I was talking to my homegirl who, after this happened, she was in the she was in the at the job, and somebody at, and she was asking about added responsibility or whatever, and she you know she likes her job okay she's comfortable, whatever she says can I do this thing that's outside the kind of outside my purview like I do this one thing can I do this other thing, like is that really all you want to do? All right. And she goes well. In the scheme of life, no, but I want to learn this one thing. But we wanted so much, you know, we really think you could do so much more. And she said, and she said, I was mad offended for a minute. I was mad just like someone else is telling me, why don't you aim higher? And it's not like, to your point, it's someone pushing going, you can do better. You know why? Because all these Negro movies out there talking about, oh, well, we, we fought oppression and now we are at the mountaintop. So then these right. people are all like, so, so why aren't you wanting to go to the mountaintop? That's what black people want, right? You want to go to the mountaintop, right? Dude, I just want to get my comics and go home and chill. But sometimes, no, sometimes, it's not, sometimes but the issue here, like with the article, base camp. sometimes <laughs> right, the issue yeah. is another black person behind you saying, I didn't get to the mountain, get up there for me. Do it for me is the issue, mm-hmm. right? right? Fuck where your mountaintop happens to be. <laughs> Jessica Williams' mountaintop might be some Martin Scorsese type shit. They don't care what she actually wants. They care about what it means for her. When Obama got elected, when Obama got elected in 2008, a whole lot of cats talked a whole lot of game about what it meant for them, not in terms of like what it meant for them personally. They felt really great about it, but where they thought they would be able to get in a world with a black president. It's not. That's not partially fair though, because because Obama was kind of like he didn't say these words, but he was essentially like, "Hey, guess guess where you can get with a black president? That means the world has changed. I'm going to do so many things." Man. So some of that, ain't, yeah, some of that ain't stuff. No there. president some ever in the history of the fucking world come back to the projects on the west side of Chicago and said, "Here's a job." No, but but he, sh- but he so but it sure seemed like he was gonna do it. It I sure did. No, no, no. conceptually, conceptually, nope. I disagree. I conceptually. think I think people put some of their wants yep. and desires. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Yep. That's what I'm saying. He, did, he didn't say nothing about Man. that. Nah, nah, check these three boxes. He said every president of the United States. Right, right. He said everything a president would say. Like, if you work hard in this America, you do well. Yep, and it just made it so that hey, I'm black. I'm a person of color. If I work hard, I can do that shit too. I mean, really, in terms of policy, he's gotten a lot done. He's but, gotten fucked to him. I mean, done. you know, that's not that's it ain't sexy. Another another Democratic president might have been able to get the same thing or more done. I feel like probably more. Had one that was elected, you would have had a, a compliant Congress who like wouldn't wall out like or a black dude selling me shit. A more, a little more, at least a little bit more. Compliant. No, I'm just a little bit. They still be assholes. They still be assholes, but these cats are these cats are just recalcitrant assholes. These cats are like this, this nigga ain't gonna tell me how to do nothing. Right. 
Right, I dare them. And, but but the, 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 the scariest part, they, they almost literally said that. Yeah. They're almost, no, they're, out, out front. I remember it was that, it was like, it was an interview. I think it might have been gender. It was just like, man, we're just not, we're just basically going to disagree with whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty we sure want to make him a one term president. Oh, gender's another I think gender actually said it. Like, no, he was like, it we're was, just. Um, it was the, um, the Senate. One Boehner? The Senate Minority Leader, I don't Mitch McConnell. McConnell. He said McConnell. It was McConnell. Yeah, you know what it was? Yeah, Boehner wasn't the shit. Which is basically like, we're. He said that very early. He wasn't where he's at now. He said that very early on, once the like the midterm elections came during Obama's first term, he was like, "I remember we, we want to disagree with everything." Yes, he. On the I, remember, I remember YouTube. I remember, I remember YouTube videos by like white rap groups from Michigan making albums about one-term president. Wow, what I saw you, this. What YouTube were you on, man? I, oh, I YouTube. Well, YouTube. Of I forward you this. Grab you like, oh, <laughs> God, somebody went that far. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, He's got another internet. I am proud of you guys. My team, I'm so proud of you guys right now. I'm so proud of my team because sure. we did not go where I thought we could possibly go with that on the Jessica Williams tip. No, we I mean, I kind of didn't want to talk about you know, with no women here. It's kind of weird. No, no, but but I'm we confused. talked about no. that shit respectfully without making it. It might it yeah, never became about us, and it never became about the the number of times in which. Okay, we, we could... We, Wait, am I just the only person that doesn't know what the hell is about to happen? What's supposed to happen? <laughs> or didn't happen? I don't, I to, I don't either, I, I, but I, I think we I should just talk about that later. Exactly. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll explain, because I think we're about done with the amount of time we got. I'm new to this, I'm sorry. You had an hour time now? No, no, we had an hour time. So it's time for basketball, is what you're saying. All right, let's talk hoops for a minute. That's right. We got two things to talk about. Sorry, Troy. We got two things. Sorry, Troy. You done. Come back, Troy. Basketball. America, let the record show that we're at an hour 20 minutes long, and I thought we should kill it, but Arian's like, Troy was like, ah, we can keep going. And then Arian was like, how about basketball? And then Troy was like, God damn it, I should have listened to Arian. That moment just happened right now. Immediate regret. Here on Stacey's like, High, Steve Black Nerd Podcast. Because he had to talk about basketball. Beta. So, here's Black the thing. Month, we got to talk about basketball. Let, let, let's go back to basketball. Because if we could, we could talk about basketball and pro wrestling. But since it's Aaron who's here now, look, I'm a wrestling dude. Go do the thing. Y'all do the thing. Y'all do the thing. We can talk about metal, too, because, man, the shit I'm into right now, musically, metal. Liturgy. Black metal. They was on the blacklist. We do our normal shit. We can talk about stuff we like instead. Yeah, I thought that was the format. The lights and stuff. I came prepared with stuff that I like. Oh, shit. So after that big scrum we just had, Aaron has brought us back around, and let's talk about stuff we like. You messed up Aaron, go, man. What are you into right now, dog? Stuff that I like, I like the diversity on TV right now. That's what yes. I like. And I'm wondering if you're going to say what I know. That's what Sit I like. Some just raised his hand. I like. Asian man in the background. I so like yeah. Blackish. I like Empire. I like Fresh Off the Boat, even though I don't like the name. And I like uh, Jane the Virgin. This is totally not and where Arrow. I thought you were going to go. And oh, Arrow. okay. Now you're going to I'm happy where I about you all of those shows right. and the diversity on that. Sleepy okay. Hollow. Uh, Sleepy Hollow, I've heard good things. I haven't actually watched it. But I'm, I'm just really excited that now, fresh off the boat, when that premiered, I started watching that. I read the dude's uh, autobiography. I've seen none of fresh off the really boat. Give me the, give me the premise of fresh off the boat again. Uh, so it's the about this, uh, the dude that wrote it, the dude that wrote the novel and who it's kind of loosely based on his life is this, uh, Thai, this dude who, his family is Taiwanese. Okay. Uh, he, grew up, he grew up in DC for a little while and then his father moved their family to Orlando where he was like starting a restaurant and everything and uh, this is about his life growing up as a kid in like the probably the 90s 
uh, he was really into hip hop and everything, and uh, it was just about him growing up, not really feeling like he belonged anywhere. Kind of the, some of the stuff he went through. The book is really like he gets down. Dude, dude did a lot. What what um, what network or whatever? It's on like. ABC. Okay, it's on ABC. So on ABC. And uh, so the book was great. My computer will get to that. (laughs) The book was great. And I think the show, the show is starting to get really funny too. So I'm really happy about that. And I just like the fact that now there are like multiple shows where the cast is really like almost, basically almost no white people on the show, which is like blows, blows my mind. And, uh, you know, one of the things that, especially fresh off the boat, reading the novel and watching the show made me realize there's like no shows where there are Asian American people. Like right. nothing, um, and so it's just interesting to see like even some of the similarities now that there are several shows. You can see the similarities between some of them, like Jane the Virgin and Fresh Off the Boat. Both of those shows were kind of in development at the same time, probably. So it's not like they could have stole this from one another. But in both of them, they have a grandmother who speaks, you know, her native language perfectly and understands English but never talks to anybody else in English. Yeah. So everybody talked to her, they talk to her in English, and she responds in, you know, in Fresh Off the Boat, she's responding in Chinese, in Jane Divergence, she's responding in Spanish. And it's just interesting that they have those similarities <laughs> of this like immigrant kind of experience with two shows like that. So now I'm about to be a contrarian. I do, I do, I do, <clears throat> I appreciate the diversity. I have fingers waving when I do air quotes. But it, it, I, I, to me, diversity that, that they want to accomplish is actually having characters that are in their role that are not ethnically eth- ethnic specific. Dame the Virgin, uh, Fresh Off the Boat, Empire, all fit some kind of immigrant story. It's not these characters are great characters, and they're not. They could be black, white, Chinese, Mexican, whatever, and they're just being great characters. <laughs> now, you look at a show like Sleepy Hollow or Arrow or something like that. That is something that I I would be more proud of in terms of diversity because they're just characters that are actually doing they're actually functioning as characters. I, so so, I, well, so I, you so you they're not telling for you. I don't mean that. No, 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 Arians' point: the characters that Arians watching are actually telling an American story, it's Amer- and it's right? a beautiful story. So but, so that that's why the diversity he's seeing on television to see an American story is very interesting. For you, you're saying you don't need to see particularly an American story. What you're noticing is in other shows you, that you are watching, color in you're seeing shows that aren't particularly that kind of paradigm, but you're seeing people of color in them. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I get that. Because I mean, he didn't name Arrow, and he, he named Arrow, and, and yes. he did. No, he did. And, I, 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 yeah. and uh, oh, well, Flash, not maybe not Arrow, but Flash. Okay. And, Flash, no, yes, I, I totally, yeah. I totally get that, and I, I think that's 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 great. I, I, you know, I love seeing that too, but I feel like there's a lot of stories. I feel like these these kind of immigrant first generation, second generation stories, like. I know that's kind of where I come from, right. so I'm really interested in those kind of things. Because your parents and are born Panama. Both pa- my parents okay. born in Panama, gotcha. um, and so like I totally love seeing that, and love seeing other people's like I feel like there's a whole so many stories like pretty much anything in any art form you can name right now is basically mostly the story of some white dude. Sure. And I, I I'm a fan yeah. of anything told from any other perspective even if it's not something that really is for me yeah i, I like that see I and that's that. and that's what we keep having a problem with networks doing because networks don't seem to consistently understand that people don't want to see the same people doing the same doing the same shit watch me you know 
you want to see the immigrant story. You know, like, I'm not, you know, I'm not Mexican. I can watch the anniversary be cool with. Like, oh, shit, I didn't, like, okay, that's funny. I get it. You know, I don't, and this is challenging the stereotype. Like, oh, you know, one of the things with Fresh Off the Boat, the first joint is, like, the, the, the run-up, it was, you know, the joke was, talk about chopsticks. And he's like, fuck it, we're not even talking about chopsticks. So then. It's not really that far from the stereotype, though. But I see, mean, the thing, but they're not doing it. No, I they're think not. Because it's, it's, like, like, it's like, we're it's more like, than like this. Left, but not I think more. Fresh Off the Boat does, yeah. I think Fresh no. Off the Boat does kind of, it, it toes the line, and Dude actually wrote an article about that. So it, so you it toes the you line. The actually, no. Uh, All right. Well, I think it toes the line. He's in an Asian man from Southern California. Why did I ask him? Northern. Okay. That's important. That's important. Those bait cats are crazy. Those bait cats get pissed off. So say you're from Southern California. I think Fresh Off the Boat does, it does like borderline trade on some stereotypes. On some stuff. Yeah, because then you got the kids. Because that's where the comedy is. Yeah, well, that's where be. that's no. where the comedy is for some people. For some these people. shows, the, for these to, shows. to get the ratings, the, and like he you wrote an article that. about that, like how he ended up understanding that to get the ratings, to get like a wider audience watching yeah. this Asian American family, you kind of have to, she you be, know, it's human dabble you in go some TV. dabble in some stuff like some oh, bullshit, yeah. oh, the food they eat is disgusting, like some right. stuff like that. Girl, that but me off. but it then you know it's kind of he 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 described it as being kind of like a draw to talk then about some bigger issues. Once I like know I have them, I can talk about See, okay. Asian Americans. Like. This is what I was talking about earlier, though, Omari, with, like, the idea that she might have done a show for X reason, right? Because these suits need a thing, right? But within that, you can do all kinds of shit, but if you fail, if you fail to do what the suits need, you're fucked, right? This dude, if he didn't, apparently, if my fresh off the boat man, if he ain't talking about something... Slightly stereotypical, something that fits kind of whatever it is the American audience wants to see. Because he can't have a show where only Asians are watching. No fucking way. No. He can't have a show where only blacks are watching. He needs white audiences who buy products to watch this show. And every TV show on a, te- on a television station with commercials needs that thing. You will have to go to a stereotypical place about the food if you're Asian, right? About some other about dancing big butts and big dicks if you're doing black shows. Well, you look, look, look at New Girl. You, you watch New Girl? Yeah. I, I watch, New Girl. You had two black characters mm. in the show, which is crazy. And like mm. uh, some of the some <laughs> some of the comedy. <laughs> no, go ahead and finish. Finish your point. It's gonna be interesting. I'm gonna let you finish. 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 I'm gonna let you finish. 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 You wore the bill. Harry had the best mm, <laughs> oh, look <laughs> of all no, time. No, Finish, finish your point. But I got to No, they got two oh, black characters man. in the show. The majority of what they say is not about being black. And and that is, they're just characters within the show. Yeah. And that's all I'm saying. Like, these are people, because think, all right, why is Friends very popular? Because these are people doing human things. And these are white folks. Friends? Friends. For the, yeah. the movie, for the show Friends from a thousand years ago. Okay. Oh, I, I can relate to it. I swear to God, between yes, friends, a lot of people between friends and Seinfeld, I can't watch either of those shows because random white people is going to be. Oh my God, this just happened. It was just like this episode of Friends. It was amazing. Da, 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 because it, they relate to it. Now, well, why can't you just put a black a black person, an Asian person? You could. They, it's a, it can say the same shit. I I totally I totally agree with that. I think like that would be ideal because there's so many parts that like yo, there's nothing. There's nothing in that role that says there has to be a yeah, white person. Yeah. Exactly. Nothing. I totally, I totally agree. I think New Girl. I'm kind of uh, because I like New Girl the first couple of seasons, 
But I felt like they, first of all, I felt like they never developed Winston's character. They, they still have. But he's, you, he's, he's still not about any. I thought the best I chance, I think the, I thought the best chance they had to develop it was when he ended up getting, getting a date with this, um, this Asian woman. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was something going on with her cat. And I thought that was their best chance to start developing his character into something important. And they didn't take it. The next episode, that was gone. And then with Coach, you know, I felt like some of the time that they would have spent developing Winston's character, they kind of devoted to some random thing Coach was doing. True. And they didn't really develop Coach's character either. But but, I mean, but everything, everyone's but ancillary. That's, specific, that, that's my specific issue. No, 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 no I agree with that. I'm saying, I'm saying, but everything's ancillary, ancillary outside of, you know, Jess and whatever his name is, and then Schmidt. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's basically their, the way that whole thing works. So, I'm, But I'm, I'm okay with that. It's it's it, but it still upsets me to an extent that they're still ancillary characters. Like, mm-hmm. why can't the, the the dude that just falls in love with or whatever? Why can't he be just be about? But just as far show? as if we're talking about why is this character, you know, why is this character have to be black? Or why can't we get you know? It's just I think the, the our reaction now is the default is this white dude, the default is the white chick, mm-hmm. and what would a black dude say? What would an Asian woman say in this thing? And may not necessarily have it, you know, there's no, like, I don't want someone coming in, like, okay, let's put a black dude in the scene. A black dude comes in, sup, bitches? Like, okay, right. no. <laughs> Actually, but we more, don't need that. More to, your, more, more to my point, I guess, but uh, how to get away, get away with murder. Mm, perfect example. I love that show. But uh, uh, just speaking on a diversity thing, like, like, Viola Davis is a great actor. You got shit to do with her being black. She's an amazing actor. She carries that show. You have you have a a, a Cuban girl. You have a, a black girl. None of them. None of what they're doing has to do with them <laughs> but, being black or Cuban or whatever. But the We're story talking. isn't about that. But on the show, he was talking about. Something well, I know. And I'm, is what I'm saying is that that, that diversity. It just it, it pisses me off because it's like. You having a show with a bunch of Asian folks, like cool. So, Why can't but maybe, are you happy? But, but you happier? Tell, to me, that's that's telling a different story. It is. Like that's you fair. know, there, that is telling the story of this guy and what his like for, yes. and what his childhood is like. We've seen Jane the Virgin. Story. No, we haven't. No, we haven't we have seen, not seen the story we've not of, this, seen, of a young not, Asian not a American Asian, Asian, right. Right. Not not Asian kid growing up. We no. haven't seen no, any stories about that. We've seen even Jane the Virgin. We haven't seen that story of like a young Latina woman growing up trying to you know deal with a whole bunch of stuff. Why it's got to be a telenovela though? Like why you got to do that? You know what I'm saying? I think it's. I think the way they do it is great. I think. I think. I think it is. I think there's so so. I think what we're really talking about is. There is this sort of underlying subconscious issue of you only have one one choice of how to do a thing, right? That's what I'm saying. You can do what the Flash does, which I kind of like, which is there are a whole lot of people with occupations on this show who are of color, yeah. right? The captain is like Captain Singh is also gay, gay, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Like his while uh, Barry Allen's surrogate father is a black dude. Iris West is now a black woman. You know, there's there's a lot of this happening. Cisco is a Latino dude, yeah. right? Yep. And they're just half people. the villains have been like people. Yes, but but because yeah. but, yeah, but when you're not, when you're just yeah. telling a when you're just telling a fictional story, when you're telling a fictional story, we can cast sock puppets if we want to, right? If the sock puppets aren't getting jobs, this is the day and age where sock puppets can get damn jobs, and they ain't got to be Caucasian sock puppets. But if people now, like black socks, the anyway. other side of the situation is, people can tell their stories, 
right? Because yeah. there was a point in time in which if Asians wanted to get this story on television, Margaret Cho had to be Margaret in the cast yeah. or had to yeah. have written it. And her show did like they sorry, yanked sorry. that. Remember shit. that? Quick. I remember that. that. Quick. As much as I love Margaret Cho, Margaret Cho's bad show got no chance. But how many white how many white comedians had terrible shows that right. went on for five Anybody seasons? Right. Yeah, right. Sure, that's like, good point. See, good point. I get your thing about we're still trying to prove humanity. We're still trying to prove right. that I can say I can jump in a show, I can replace a white dude and say the same exact shit he does. There's and a, then they go, well, you didn't do anything black. Well, I was black, and I happened to do this thing right. that, you know, the guy comes in, they didn't even want to order a pizza. You could have Asian dude come in say that. You can have Latina come in say that. You can have me come in say that the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anybody order a pizza? And that's it. But the fact that but I'm you there. Would, you wouldn't say it the same way because if you're black, there's a way that Hollywood expects you to say it. Right. Right. Yo, but, anybody order pizza? You see top five? Anybody? Top five? Yeah. 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 Right, remember, we talk about that. Put some funk on. Some steak on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. But just the fact that we're having to try to prove our humanity by, and there's the dichotomy. It's, do I just give it to you just like a person? Or do I give it to you in my flavor, right. which way, no the, one the, really the flavor wants? you want to hear. Well, exactly. It ain't flavor, my flavor. Right, yeah. the flavor that you want. Nobody actually uses. Nobody actually right. uses, right. right. So the thing is, the, 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 the principle that we're still trying to battle this, we're still trying to figure out, we want to, you know, you want to have people of color, you want to have women, you want to have people getting away from what the fault is, but we want to be viewed as people, saying the same exact, it ain't shit, like friends. Friends could have been mixed as shit. Just people saying explain why I'm not watching Empire. Thank you. Hate <laughs> <laughs> hey, my Anyway, <laughs> you missing out. You totally explain why you're gonna miss out. But, see, but that's more empire for the rest of us. Right. <laughs> Think of like say New York, big ass apartment. Let me take your empire. No people of color whatsoever. Like okay, this is mad, just unbelievable. But people like, but they do such human things. Think about what that would do. Like a black friends, a Latino friends. Like we're like, you have Enrico. You have you know you have these. People are coming in like, yo, I want to, you know, this thing happened to me, soup Nazi, whatever, whatever. <laughs> and you have this shit, but these are white dudes telling you this shit. Actually, it's a good point. Like, you don't see any black folks on the street in that damn show. You don't see no. That's been the way. biggest beef. That's like, that's no, actually why I've never watched. Actually, this year, I kind of made, I kind of said that I'm not, I'm not adding any new shows. I, I made an exception with, with Peggy, with Agent Carter, but. Other than that, I'm not adding any new shows that don't have black people in significant roles. Like I, I just can't, I, I can't bother. Like, you want to, you so, want to see yeah, first. first like, like, even if your people like sitting there, like I'm the love interest, I'm the main no, I, character, I, I'm the leading man. I, I'm, yeah. well, I got a story. I, I'm, I'm talking about like Omari. Omari, tell us what you're into, man. Oh, oh, that's right. We're doing the uh, yeah. That, that was all forgot, about what Aaron's forgot. into. Sorry. Yeah, we got. It. <laughs> I had some things I need to get it off my chest. Right. For sure. No, but I'm not just. I'm, I hope I'm, I'm not no, done no, it this no, year. I'm, I'm just. I'm I just. It just gets under my. There's this oh. quote before I get into what I like. It's a quote from uh, uh, France Fanon. Is a old um, black writer. He says, uh, you know, um, white people. Uh, he talks about colonialism. I don't know about Fanon. Anyway, he he said white people aspire to be more human. Black people aspire to be more white. And when he wrote that, it just hit me. Boom! I was a teenager when I when I read it. I was like, boom! I was like, wow! I saw all my peers, all the people wearing, doing all, all these kind of things. I'm like, why do we have all these chains? Why do we have all these? Why do we have all these things? Why do we want to cut? I just started understanding a lot of different things. And I, to me, I'm like, the ultimate 
goal is to always be human. Not because white folks want that, but it's because you want to be human. Why is that even a question? So for me, when I, when, I, when I see Fresh Off the Boat, when I see these Empire, I'm like, entertaining, but it just hurts my heart that this is how some people see us. And, this, and they can't see us any other way. It, it really does, because there are people who are like, dude, I, there's so many times where I go into a room and, and you know, you guys talk about this in one of the podcasts, how you're like, oh, you're the only black person or whatever. You go into the room and, and you know, people assume so many things about you. Oh, you, you heard that new Jeezy song? Dude, fuck you, I don't listen to that. Man, I couldn't put Jeezy in the fucking line. <laughs> like, I like, could. Fuck you, I don't I mean, listen to I Jeezy. I like Jeezy. What was, the, what was the, one, the one clip that was on YouTube? Yeah, that, 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 I got mad about the clip the one rapper yeah, was saying compared to what Tupac was saying in some thread on Facebook I was on. But I couldn't have told you who the rapper was who said it, even though I just watched him say it. Because I didn't know who this dude was. Right. But he was all like, you know, the I guess the, the interviewer was like asking him on some red carpet, you know, hey, so, you know, how do you feel about like, you know, young black artists out here? Do you ever feel like, you know, you need to make a political statement or like you need to like say something for the youth or whatever the hell? He was like, man. We just out here. We just getting money. We just got. We oh, go talking about. Uh, I don't know who the fuck that dude was. Yeah, uh, young. Um, right, he's got young, young in his thug, name. Young his name's got young Lifestyle. in it. Fuck him. Yeah, he can kiss my black ass. He got young in his name. He gonna be forty damn years old, calling himself young fucking unemployed. Fuck that bitch. Anyway, <laughs> my point here is, Tupac. They they played it, the, the the clip that I saw. Tupac saying basically, you know, thirty fucking years ago. It is our oh, responsibility yeah. I read that. I as that. fans of the industry, as of the of the culture, mm-hmm. to hold artists accountable for the shit they say and do. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You are supposed to be out there representing us, the people. It ain't to say that you got everybody got to be Chuck D. <laughs> everybody ain't got to be that, because Lord knows there's only one of that at cat. Right? right? It's that's not the point. But at some point, that dude is telling the world that us as we have as a culture. We only give a fuck about getting money, getting ice, partying, fucking hoes, like whatever. Like it, it, once it gets to that point, we fail. It's not a lot of people took it wrong. They thought that the that the argument that it built up about that shit was that you know, young dumbass, that he failed somehow. He didn't fail. All he was doing was what he felt he needed to do for his career. But people need to hold him accountable. Right. If, if the idea here is, man, this is where hip hop is. What did most deaths say? You know, on black on both sides. On that album, he had said about one joint was "Fear Not a Fear Not a Man." And "Fear Not a Man," most Def says when people ask him where hip hop's going, he says, "Hip hop is going where we go." Where we go? Right? If we're smoked out, hip hop gonna be smoked out. If we're cracked up, hip hop is gonna be cracked up. If we on some bullshit, hip hop gonna be on some bullshit. Right? So I don't have a problem with 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 slim young thug fucker. I got no problem with that cat <laughs> for like for the shit he said in that clip. It was out of context any damn way. I don't really give a fuck about what he said, <laughs> but I do believe context. in what Tupac said, which was, how, why, how are we not holding artists accountable? How are we not holding networks accountable? How are we not holding comedians accountable? How are we not holding actors accountable to represent the whole damn story? Which is why, in the, in the situation y'all are talking about tonight with the TV shows, Arian, in a way, has sort of kind of nailed it and that it's taken a long damn time for Asian cats and Latino cats and brothers to be able to tell all sides of their story, right? Blackish works because I didn't grow up in Evanston or Wilmette or Glencloe or no shit like that, right? I'm from the south side of Chicago like you're from the south side of Chicago, right? 
well I can't, cl- I can't completely claim. I mean, I'm not. I'm, I mean, I'm I not from West Side. Like I'm not from Roseland. You know, what I'm saying I'm from. Right. I'm, I'm from like South Shore, right? But but cats in South Shore, for where I'm from, will live in a different kind of existence than dudes from like Lawndale. Mm, very much. You know so. what I'm saying? It's it is this different shit. There's stories to be told. But I, I don't mean to be contrarian though. You gotta also realize that these are artists that are expressing where, what they're doing, where they're from. Holding them accountable for what they say. It depends. It's it's, it's kind of it's that depends. Uh, right? Because like, here's the thing: people still think hip hop is are the you voice telling of me, the people. Listen, where, where is where's Young Thug? I think from? only we think of hip hop as from South Atlanta, maybe. Okay. So you know who yeah. else is from Atlanta? Need we hip hop? We talking about hip hop, right? Mm-hmm. If we, like I said, Troy will never forget the day I told <laughs> Troy that I believe that cats from the South need a license to rap. <laughs> Right, I want you to produce a people paper piece of oh, paper. Oh man! My, send, all, send all I, the hate mail. To I don't want to. I did not want to hear this third coast comics, most mouth bullshit. But this is what about six, seven years ago when I yeah, said that. Shit, that was a while. Right, it was a while back. That was a while when back. I just heard all I heard come out of the south was some mush mouth motherfuckers who couldn't form sentences, Ooh. and it pissed me off. If you were, if your well, name wasn't Outcast, what happened? If your name wasn't Outcast, right? Or, or a few other cats, I heard nothing coming for you that I could fucking understand. And Troy put me up on Little Brother. Which was to say, cats coming out of North Carolina not giving you that same, like, let's just make a fucking, like, dance video bullshit, right? And Fonte is one of the dopest fucking rappers I've ever goddamn heard, but he right? But he don't want to rap anymore. I don't give a fuck if he wants to watch clothes. I don't care if he wants to race NASCAR. I don't care what Fonte wants to do anymore. My point is, at that point in time, what 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 you were checking? For. What was shown to me was what the media is, what the mainstream is giving me from this region is some bullshit. Check this cat out, and these dudes are yeah. on on point. You probably so, think so Big Poo be is better anyway. Slightly Shut the mother. Mm-hmm. You probably think you probably this, think Big Poo is better than Little Brother. Anyway. You know what he's doing, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. What he doing? What he doing? That was low. Big Poo. Big Poo's a shit, man. Yo. about what's going on there I've, and you know there's a friend of mine who grew up in Tennessee who's talking about how like people from the East Coast or from Chicago they only like rappers that sound like they're from the East Coast or yeah. you know or the Midwest or Chicago or whatever like that and you know and so I was like you know I had to I have to admit he's kind of he's kind of right because I just because I don't understand what they're saying doesn't mean that what they're saying isn't still important isn't and isn't still relevant to how they grew up and what they went through. Right. And so, like, you know, I just don't listen to that stuff. It's, it's, not, it's not for me. Maybe it wasn't meant for me. You know, but other people that grew up and, you know, grew up going to Waffle House well, all the time. I mean, but the thing is, that, like, that like might be, right. you know. it might be, right. like you were talking about, like, I don't have to be this thing to enjoy this thing. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. You know, you just said, like, and we've come to think that... <clears throat> We get it where we want we can enjoy shit from I can enjoy a a comedy show with Asian dudes. I can enjoy a comedy show with Mexicans, Hispanics, Latinos. I can do that and it's not you know, network execs don't get it, but that's that's totally on them. You talk about Memphis, you talk about three six mafia, you talk about um No, talk, we're not no, talking no. about three six no, no, mafia. No, no. 
No, you're also talking about eight <laughs> ball. M- you're also talking about eight, eight ball MJG. Yeah. You're talking about these dudes who are putting stuff out. Who as soon as the stuff hits, before the stuff hits the street, it's bootleg. Mm. Cause they love it. Yep. Cause I got you know I got a couple dudes from Memphis, so it's just like they have their thing. That doesn't mean I can't get into it, but I understand what you say. Like Who's this was Memphis. You put me up on about two months ago. You sent me a video of a dude from no, Memphis. That was, no, it's, Memphis, it's Mississippi. Mississippi. Who was that? Dude? Big Crit. Oh, Big Crit. Oh, Which yeah. I just yeah. Yeah. I would have never Crit. known. Crit was but, fire. With but then, it. like, well, so specifically, he's talking about Young Thug. Okay. Right. So Ali Shaheed Muhammad from from Trial Quest has a yep. podcast on NPR. Right. Yeah. There was an episode yeah. where he had uh, Ti on. Okay. And so he and so Shaheed talked about how one person that T.I. is cool with that he really wanted to meet and interview because he was really interested in his music was Young Thug. Okay. And so I don't know why. I don't know if he, right. you know, Heard I, I, would, I would need to know why. But, but you know, obviously that's someone who's, whose opinion who has like a well-developed ear. But he didn't give you an opinion. He just wanted, he wanted to interview him. He but, wanted to meet but him. No, but, he, but he's interested in meeting him because of some of his music because he had... He he talked about this song that Young Thug had a while ago, talking about like, was the the title was like I'm a stoner or something like that, and the hook was like I'm stoner, I'm stoner, I'm like that, and he he just thought that it was like brilliant the way that he did the song, or maybe the way he did it. Yeah, I so I, I'm just you know I don't know production. if he's talking about I don't oh, know if he's I don't know if he's okay. just talking about production or if he's talking about the lyrical content and stuff, but you know different things appeal to different people. And somebody so like man, that. I own like, a comic shop. Believe me, I got to sell Deadpool. I understand there are things <laughs> appeal to different people. That is not even an issue for me. Deadpool's for the cheerings. Deadpool, like Deadpool like appeals that. to everybody. Like but, but on a serious note, I don't though, like whimsy in my comic. It's hard, it's hard to. I like whimsy. Period. It's hard you to. Like Clooney, you like whimsy and. It's hard to King. appeal. It's hard to talk about one about a culture, especially like hip hop as a whole now, because of social media and how communication works. Everyone has their own subcultures of everything. There's, there's subcultures within everything. So to talk about hip hop as a whole, talk about black people as a whole, talk about white people, it's like it's hard to talk about people in a whole in general. So when you say, well, hip hop is this, hip hip hop is that, you can't. It's, it's, it's yeah, there's always going to be an now. exception. It's sure. so right. hard right now. Hip hop sucks. Well, it's just goes over here. I think hip hop is great. Well, it's over here. And I think even artists where you think most of the stuff they write is just complete bullshit, they sometimes can have some stuff that will surprise you. Like. The, a while ago, there was something going on where they put like some lyrics to some Beatles song, which where the lyrics were complete bullshit. I don't even know what song. <laughs> I don't remember what song it was. And then they put the lyrics to this Migos song, which you know Migos. People talking about them, and people are like, oh, whatever. But dude had uh, in this song, he's talking about the way he grew up and how they were broke, and his, his having a you know his dad wasn't around and stuff like that. And it was like. I don't I don't know how I don't know what the rest of the song sounded like. I don't know what the production on it was. I don't know if it was supposed to be like a party song, but it was like some meaningful lyrics yeah. from someone that you wouldn't expect. That was some bullshit, yeah. Right. So you know, I just But you I, wouldn't I, know I, that you wouldn't know that unless you listen to the album because yeah. you listen to the hit like and so, so I, I stopped kind of just trying to category some people as like, you know, everything they do is some bullshit. Well, and I'm over my southern thing at this point because mm-hmm. Troy is a couple of times put me up on cast. I mean, like, I trust Troy. I got, Troy roots, is, I got roots down south, so. Well, well I mean, it, I don't even think it was that per se. It was really that, like, I just needed something to help me out. Right, because you, you were mad was a whole lot of hell. Man. You were mad at I was well, I was ready to saw the country in half again. <laughs> I was ready to take a big saw, send that tectonic plate, send it, spin it south. <laughs> Gone. It wasn't that bad. 
Man, was, you don't know was, me. It was <laughs> people listen to the worst of this thing. That's that's what mainstream gets. It was well, <laughs> mainstream. Not, I wasn't listening to it. I was being exposed to it. Well, but not for what I what I like. I like that kind of I like underground conscious shit, and that comes from three other parts of the country, right? And for what I when I got in the outcast at the time and the cats like that, they might have been from the south, and that's fine. They're being drowned out by like what else I was. Acquiring, you know what I'm saying? Just whatever. About the mainstream, anyway. Shake and shit. Like Troy, because that's what they do. What you into now, dog? Well, I meant you know what? <laughs> after the shit y'all got, after like, I don't do TV. Like, I'm just going. I'm. I think I've said this for the past like three podcasts. I'm just rereading James Baldwin. I'm rereading James Baldwin and just vibing on that because right now, especially with stuff where you get a war. I'm, I'm talking and I'm talking with people whose opinions not who. Who can express their opinions and make me see different shit? Sure. Um, the um, shout out to my girl Kedra, who I hung out with yesterday, and we sat for five yeah. hours and just talking shit. But we talked about like award shows and the need for validation, and we talked about like the fact that shit like Selma, shit like Black Made, People of Color Made, um, independent stuff. Were you know, and we were talking about the difference between the film industry and the music industry, and how theoretically the film industry is supposed to be if, as long as you do good stuff, you get you know, you have an award show. And so, we talked about how award shows function as kind of a validation, and how you just do the best you can a validation of an agenda. Of a, well, well, in theory. In theory, award an award show yeah, is supposed to be a more entertainment industry award shows is supposed, are supposed to be meritocracy. It's supposed sure. to be you come with the hot you shit. You come with the hot shit. We, we are going to like this. Yes. The hot shit is great. You're right. But we talked about Grammys and, and Oscars and that kind of thing, and how um, um, her sister's a filmmaker, and how you're making calls trying to get funding or whatever, whatever, and you're not getting calls back. You're not getting these calls back. You're not getting this funding. But if you get an Oscar nomination, all of a sudden these doors open. Or even if you get an attachment to someone, someone recognizes, a door will open. A door. So like we, it's not even like you can't even be at. I just got an Oscar. Now give me money. Right. Because of course that would work, right? But just in getting shit done in general, like in, in in distributing at the distribution phase. Once you've already made a thing, at the distribution phase, at getting it in front of people. And getting money to move it national at that phase, which is where a whole lot of projects start out. Stall out. We're gonna have a cat on pretty soon, uh, next couple podcasts, who's actually doing a film in Chicago about black nerds. We're gonna have this dude on, and a few of you might have met him at various shows or whatever. But um, and I'm surprised we haven't talked to him by now. I'm gonna get this guy on, and he will explain to you kind of what he had to go through just getting any form of distribution with this amazing film that he's done about just the black nerd ish and how that kind of like how it evolved from where. It, from from where he encountered it, how he grew up to where he is now, right? Local cat, like like this film is now it's got distributorship from okay. Cartempoint, right? Okay. Like these are the cats who did Hoop Dreams, right? The process there is such that you will you can stall out and die before anybody knows you just made the Godfather, you know? You having made the Godfather won't matter a hill of fucking beans if you can't leap some hurdles, right? And until you got those those that middleman, but like. I can make the thing. How do I get the thing to the people? Well, it's it's it, uh, I'm an aspiring filmmaker too, I suppose. And and, and one thing I have uh, learned 
not for making films, but from studying. I've made any films that you know. I've done some YouTube stuff, but whatever. Um, <clears throat> there's ways. One, there's way different ways to get to the people. Two, the middleman is stalling out a ton of great work. It's been happening forever. But because of because of new ways to to to, to distribute, new ways to communicate with, with fans, you don't have to now. It, it, it depends on what your goal is. Right, right, and and, and it's well, hard. Not it's hard to do the Kickstarters and hard to do the Indiegogos and it's hard to do that kind of thing. But if you if the people want it, if you do the work, if you could be, you could be like uh, you could be like uh, you know Ice T or, or 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 Too Short and get your get your tape. And just, yeah. Or you, and, like, and just, you know, like Issa Rae, who you know, I'm doing right. a YouTube thing yeah. and people exactly. like it, Issa like Rae. it, like it, and I can parlay that into right. A, or or yeah, or, or Rocket Jump Films, or like I mean, it, it, it's. Even those cats, that. though, when you talk about like dudes like Too Short and Ice and Ice T, tape distributing, it's the same as talking about Metallica tape distributing and like Violence and and like Testament and all these cats who are like tape trade who are all working the same circuit as music goes, right? That worked as long as that distribution model existed, right? Yeah, as time goes on, distribution models change. Yeah. Well, right. no, that's, it's so still here. It's even it's it's more it's more prevalent now. So tape trading well, isn't not, tape trading right, anymore. We're not doing tape. Right. We now are on some other form of tape trading, also which means your shit. market is also changed. Yeah, right. Dropbox. Drop you know, any, the the mixtape is the new album, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like like this expands everything. You if you are gonna be somebody who does amazing thirty to forty five minute films that you used to, that you needed to put in I don't know how you were in front of people before but now you want to put on DVD but now you don't want to do DVD now you want to just go to YouTube with it you are now competing with other cats who figure that same shit out right so the, the internet is a vast fucking so now, place yeah there's a Most lot of this is a, there's a lot of people competing for a small amount of space and, and it's always been it's that right? way it's always been space. a small amount of attention attention excuse me yes yes yeah. exactly you got mad right. space yep. that's exactly what it don't is don't have attention you're right you're right so Troy you're, you, you're, so you're I, on your James Baldwin I'm on my James Baldwin shit cause like James Baldwin, like just the the cats who left went to Paris, and were speaking on conditions then, like are still speaking on conditions now because of the the intolerance, because of this a, a kind of a, an assault on I guess on the creative class where shit doesn't work out, like it, it doesn't. They're not. I mean, we're at the point now where you know the first thing to get cut from schools is the creative shit, is the art shit, is the music. It's not valued by it's, people. You know, you know what I mean, it's like you know, you got Scott Walker saying you need to get a job, you need to find something to get a job. You don't need to learn all this liberal arts stuff and how to analyze and whatever. You need to learn the shit and get a job. Like, well, why don't we just have trade schools and just be done with? It? So, but all that's really a matter. Of what he's really saying to you even then is, the people who pay me need a working class if we're going to bring jobs back to America. If you want jobs back in America, what fucking job did you think we were going to bring back? Did you think you were going to be middle management once we brought that job back? You want that factory over here, you need to be able to do something to get your ass back in that factory. Or fuck it, little barefoot kids can be making that shit over in Guatemala, the Bora Bora, you know? That's what Scott Walker's saying. Yeah. And thing is, we want basket weaving, fuck basket weaving. I need somebody that can make a car hood. No, not even that. No, I don't even think it's even that. I don't think it's even. I, I think it's at, it's at the point where it's not even we need people smart to do the jobs. Well, certainly not. We smart don't need enough. we don't need people who get jobs and leave them. Right. We need right, you but, as much as in. We need you as beholden to that job as possible. Factory cats tend to not be dudes who get jobs and leave them. 
Right? The old way of doing shit was... That was the old you, way of doing you, shit. Your you parents worked to to that the... job for 40 fucking years and to get to go watch the rocking chair. Right. Right? The powers that be want you right back in that damn spot again. Like, you, wait, you don't, you're not happy that we opened a Macalodora overseas. You're not happy about that? Well, unfortunately, your entire generation missed the boat on that because we did open that Macalodora. But for that next generation y'all coming went, up... Yeah, but y'all went to college and wanted better shit. We need you out of college to quit talking that bullshit and get your ass back. We can chain you to the desk just as easy, is what he's saying. You don't want them chained to a lathe? We can chain you to a lathe. You don't want them chained to a forklift? We can chain you to a forklift. That's his point, you know, yeah. which is some utter and complete bullshit. That ain't what we're talking about. We want jobs that can help us. We want an education that can help us innovate industries. But also to be able to, they, an educated populace. Right. We want to do that because we want people. They don't to, want that. We want we people want to question shit like right. this. You know, hey, you know, we're going to do better. Like Bruce Warner doing the shit. Like we're going to advance education and like you have I guess the budget cut. Right. And like, well, but you just said we're advancing private education. Once I, once I farm all that bullshit out to my rich friends. <laughs> but you just said we're helping education. Your education. But how are people getting education when you cutting the budget? Shit, we got classes in jail, motherfucker. <laughs> and that's where these Negroes are anyway. <laughs> Wait, this is a great point. Counter- I'm translating all these jackasses. Keep it going. Shit. <laughs> so, but just on like Ain't James Baldwin, Richard Wright, it's it's good Shit. just to like I'm I'm getting the old I'm getting some a ton of the old jazz back. All right. Um, uh-huh. West Montgomery has. A, West Montgomery jazz guitar. West Montgomery. That's my shit right there. West Mo- I, I found some. I found some. A bun. A boatload. West Montgomery. Here on the ground. Here on the ground. That's the shit, dude. Dropbox. <laughs> <laughs> I found a boatload of stuff. Dude. And just to sit there. I mean, that's another podcast, man. We can't. Do yo, it, but it, 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 it feels good. Like you know, when we we've been talking about music. We've been talking about you know. People who says, you know, I have an artistic vision. I want to get it out. I just want to, you go, and Blue Note was just like, cool, let's go. Like, I'll just sit here, I'll just I'll record you, and we may not put it out immediately, but we'll pay you. That's cool. But just to sit around and just, like say, um, James Baldwin, Richard Wright, um, reading old Zora Neale Hurston. Like, yeah. shit is just, it, it's calming. It's just like, it's really in this internet age where you got a lot of people who are writing well. Who are coming out like, like oh let me write like Tony Easy throws out some shit you like yes, reading that shit like he tweets like I just wrote a thing, bing and like motherfucker like oh click 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 they, they own it because the cat is the cat is nice with it. You get that kind of thing. He's standing on the shoulders of these old cats who are right who are writing about their times, which are you know which are our parents' times, parents' times, our grandparents' times, and. They're making sense, and you and it's time. And a lot of what they're talking about also seems to be the same shit Cats was talking about in the mid to early '60s, because it's happening right now. The difference is we're catching so much like there's so much um, I guess bandwidth hitting our heads that it's easy to not notice that you're going through the same shit. Malcolm X, the death of Malcolm, the murder of Malcolm X was basically 50 years ago this week, mm-hmm. right? That shit just happened, right? Right. And Cats basically have no clue. This is just like they, they, we don't understand that 50 years has gone by and you don't know the name of a single person who killed that guy. Yeah, but who cares? But he, who cares? You know, I know no, no, that, I sound like an asshole. like a complete that, asshole. But, but no, no, cares, but that's, that's entirely the attitude, right? Right. Like you're, you're living in a world of, of 
actively as segregated and as fucked up as 1965, right? But functionally, you, is is it relevant though? It is entirely relevant. I mean? Wait, hold on, hold on. I, I mean, to okay. us, it right. is obviously relevant. Right. Not obviously, but it, I mean, it's, it's a, relevant to us because we're able to sit and look back and look forward. To people who live now and today who don't have a sense of history because of people who are our age. And why don't they have a sense of history? Because, because of people our age. Convenient. And, it's and, because and, of people our age. Because people our age have kids that are adults. Your age, your age, my age, they have adult children yeah, that are point, out doing pretty stuff. Pretty much, yeah. And they, they're, they're, they're not nearly as whatever we are. We're here to have a podcast. They don't have podcasts. They don't. They don't have. They, they don't want to talk about things. They don't want to talk about things to their to their kids because their kids themselves. You know the hardest fucking thing for me is being an actual educated marketing dude who understands the only reason why motherfuckers don't get the difference between 1965 and 2015 is legit. They got marketed too differently, right? Mm-hmm. And we don't have to lock you all up. We we don't have to physically put you in jail. Mm-hmm. We just change the shit you see. We, yeah, we just don't tell you that part. It's it's difficult as fuck for me to see this constantly. You know, like for me, a train ride from Howard to Granville on a red line is not a train ride from Howard to Granville on a red line. To me, I take it every day. That shit. That's nothing. That to me, it's Fight Club, yeah. right? <laughs> because I'm trying my damnedest not to school somebody somewhere between Jarvis and, and like Morse in that time frame. <laughs> right. I'm trying to not be seen on a CTA camera appearing to do a thing that desperately needs fucking doing. I'm trying to, uh, my daily life between Howard and Granville is to not reenact an episode of seeing from Do the Right Thing. But, and, and, and that's and I'm not a militant cat. Thing, I'm and not a militant cat at all. That's not my style. Right. That ain't my that. thing, right? I'm from militant cats, right? <laughs> right? I'm a metalhead pro wrestling fan who likes white women. I am not that dude. <laughs> right, right. Right? But let me tell you, uh, like, I know bullshit when I see it. And I gotta call it. And you should. Every but every day. See, this, and this is what I that's tell not people. Social mores. The person who calls shit out, that's not the person that you. That's the person you slide away from. Oh, oh yeah. Well, that's what happens. That's when you you become a Negro that sits and reads the books and don't say shit to people. You gotta you gotta mm-hmm. educate people. You gotta tell everyone. Like I, I talked to. Him, I have a friend that, that, that you know. I'm not quiet. Well, uh, well, no shit. <laughs> As you're listening to this podcast, be real. ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> understand this is a terrible. Where I'm a, coming from here? No, no, no. I know exactly what you're saying. I'm saying, I'm saying that. I'm saying that. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm excuse me. I'm putting, I'm putting on top of. I'm adding on what you're saying. I'm saying we should. Talk, we need everyone needs talking to. Everyone, right? The, the, especially, you know, especially middle class black folks, middle class white folks. Everything, every people need to talk to. A lot of times, uh, oh, actually, shoot, on one of your podcasts, well, you were you were saying how. Um, Certain people you just kind of have to cut off because there's no, there's no, there's really no argument about Fergus Ferguson. Sure, but here's the, and that's understandable. But but understand the people that think that oh well the cops should have killed the kids. Some of those people are just fucking stupid, and you just need to be like fuck off. But some of those people Long. just don't get. Some right. people just don't understand. You, you just, have to know the difference. You need to there's, sit yeah. them down and say okay, Mister yeah. Mister, you know, those, or you yeah. got other shit to do. But those I are the people. People that have the patience to do that, I do not. <laughs> there's too many of us that, that don't. No, no, I mean, no. I think that, but there's too many of us that don't. I mean, How are they yeah. supposed to know? So many people just don't fucking know. They don't know because they don't really have any black friends. Well, how do they have black friends? They don't know Human friends. It's about humans. Ferguson's about human shit. Half the time we're talking about black shit. This is a black nerd podcast, and so much we talk about sometimes is about human shit. It's just human shit. It is. Because Troy's right. Troy's going to us. But, but, but I'm saying, Troy said, yes. and Troy said more than one time in this podcast and other podcasts, we are struggling to be seen as human. Mm-hmm. By right? people who would gladly kill us 
You gotta be okay with it. And, like, and, and, and on that end, like, I, I kind of feel like, man, I don't believe, people. I don't believe X amount of people out there want to kill me particularly, right? There's a whole lot of cats they probably go through before they get to me, right? I don't feel like that. I feel like there is something to be said, though, for having my story, my life, my existence, whatever the hell, viewed through some fucking lens of marketing. And a lot of times it does come down to that, you know? And it's some bullshit. Or or seen through the eyes of another of a fellow black person that believes that their struggle is identical to mine, and it's not. And right. In many ways, it is. Or that therefore, because your your struggles weren't the same, yeah. because your struggles weren't the same, yours is therefore invalid. Which right. is where I was afraid exactly. we were going with the Liz Williams, with the Jessica Williams shit. All right, I didn't want to do that. Now I want to talk about what I'm into. I kind of really don't want to talk about what I'm into because uh, to our audience, there's like one dude out there who's gonna give a flying rat's ass. That I've discovered a new black metal band, which is not a new black metal band. And it right like Troy's like looking at his watch. <laughs> I was trying. This was great. There's somebody out there that has the same Somebody out listen, I've discovered the band Liturgy. They're a black metal band. And if you're a brother listening to this shit right now, you are not in the rock or metal at all. You do not want to hear this shit. So this is your trigger warning. Trigger warning, metal. Go away. All right? But I've discovered liturgy because if you watch that episode of uh, the Blacklist that had my man uh, uh, Peter Fonda on it as like a bad guy and shit, it was like a week or two ago. It might have been last week's episode. I don't really know because I don't watch, I don't do appointment viewing, so I got no fucking idea when things air. I just know when they're on my hard drive. <laughs> That's all I understand, right? <laughs> Peter Fonda was on an episode and he was playing drums, and the, the joint that was playing in the background in this bar. What his band was playing was so tight. And I only, 20 seconds, and I was like, I need to hear that whole fucking song, right? And the band's Liturgy. It was, it's by a band called Liturgy. Now, you, my death metal boys out there, my death metal homies, the death metal crap, the, the cats, they know who Liturgy is already. If you don't know, and you're not in the death metal or black metal, don't bother. You know, I'm just saying, I'm into this shit right now. I'm also, as a pro wrestling fan, I'm really looking, like, sometimes you look at an industry and you say, oh, man, we're on the cusp of something really cool happening here that, like, 10 years from now, people are going to go, oh, shit, when did the seeds of that thing happen? Like, when the Attitude Era of wrestling happened, at the, like, towards the end of the 90s, when Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock and, like, Mick Foley, when those cats, like, popped up, people were like, where the fuck did these guys come from? Well, they came from somewhere that was actually on your TV. You just didn't realize it. And then all of a sudden, they were fucking household names. And it was great. And everybody was buying T-shirts and ice cream bars and shit. And going around giving people crotch chops and middle fingers and shit like that, right? In wrestling right now, the WWE is going through a situation where it is cutting cats loose left and right over bullshit. And some of these guys were very talented young people who were hot on the independent scene, like wrestling in gymnasiums and, and in like field houses and shit before the WWE picked them up. And the WWE went ahead and made them stars and then had nothing to do for them creatively and fired them when they, or let them go when their contracts ran out. They don't really have to fire you. Basically, when your contract is up, they just don't resign you, right? Mm -hmm. And as your contract begins to expire, they stop giving you things to do. So eventually, like, you might be a guy with a two-year contract, but if a year passes and they just ain't got a lot for you to do, the WWE just stops booking you for things. They stop telling you to fly yourself places. A lot of the expense of being a WWE wrestler is paid for by the wrestler himself. 
The company is not flying mm-hmm. all these wrestlers around mm-hmm. on big ass jets that are chartered with a big WWE on the back of it. They're not pay- paying health insurance. Yeah, they're not. They're not giving you gear. Half the time, you're paying for your own fucking gear, right? But the W. I mean, I, I thought for the W, the, the biggest thing. damn pro wrestling concern in the United States of America. Most of this shit, while you work 320 days a year, 320 days a year you work is funded by you, right? Yourself. They put you on TV when they have something for you to do. But now, right, so many cats have cable and internet and the WWE network is now a thing at 99 a month. You can get that shit, right? So many cats can see these wrestlers now that when they find cats that they're really interested in for that six-month period where they might be nice and hot on WWE TV, by the time the WWE gets tired of you, Dudes cannot go to the internet, YouTube, your other shit. They can figure out who you are. They can figure out what name you wrestled under before you were in the WWE, right? And now that you're fired, other companies are hiring you. And there's a company called Ring of Honor, which at this point is probably the third largest company in the country, which a lot of cats don't know about because they're only on Sinclair Broadcasting, which the Chicago area doesn't get, but Milwaukee does and parts of Indiana does. Like, I would say 40% of the nation gets Sinclair Broadcasting. Wait, third biggest... Third biggest wrestling company? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you said third, third biggest company. Oh, well, like, I'm talking about wrestling. Like, yeah, no, no, okay. no. Oh, no, they're like IBM, <laughs> dog. <laughs> they're the IBM of wrestling, motherfucker. Like, they're the Reebok of wrestling. No, no, they're not the Reebok of wrestling. Maybe they are the Reebok of wrestling. I don't fucking know. They could be the Adidas of wrestling for all the fuck. They could be Puma. They're not Ruse. I know that much. They're just not Ruse. Okay. Right. Which is important to know. They're not sketches. I had a pair of Ruse growing up. So. <laughs> we all. Really? They're not. Speak for yourself, man. They're not BKs. They're not BKs. We could wear BKs. They're not the BKs of wrestling. Anyway, third largest wrestling company. They are on Sinclair Broadcasting. This is significant because what this company built themselves on before Sinclair came a calling was they built themselves on this independent style of wrestling, which is a lot of acrobatics. A lot of shit based on what they were doing in Japan and Mexico, which is very athletic, right, and hard-hitting. Very entertaining, but not storyline-oriented, right? They weren't creating characters based on your ability to talk like The Rock. They were creating characters based on the persona you gave them like Rey Mysterio Jr., right? They were doing that. And a lot of American wrestlers went over there to learn their craft so that when the WWE came calling, you were more marketable. But the WWE didn't really need, have a need for your, your luchador stuff or your puroresu stuff, which was the Japanese shit, right? So now these cats are getting cut loose, and Ring of Honor's coming up, and they're slowly coming up, kind of grabbing dudes that the WWE has cut loose, who used to work in Ring of Honor just to cut their teeth, and they're grabbing dudes that total nonstop action, TNA wrestling, like owned by Dixie Carter. They're, they're grabbing dudes that that company's cut loose, and what's happening is you had a company who was third largest who had no star power whatsoever, who had no ability to actually tell, get a guy over to the point where the common guy understood who they were, and now they're hiring a bunch of these dudes. Like they, it's almost like companies are making mistakes letting guys go, because slowly but surely Ring of Honor is growing with some really talented cats, and I'm thinking right now a lot of guys, I mean, if you're a wrestling fan, you can seek out Ring of Honor shows and their pay-per-views, and they're done with the kind of backyard wrestling sort of highly acrobatic, like trampoline-based bullshit, they are now at star-quality wrestlers on their shows giving you entertainment, which is more entertaining than what the WWE and TNA are giving you, right? Any names that we would know? Names that you, well, any names that you would know? Uh, maybe. If you're a WWE fan, you would know Alberto Del Rio. Uh, well... I was a WWE fan a long time ago. So, so all right, for the podcast... For wrestling fans, Alberto Del Rio is now wrestling as Alberto El Patron because in Mexico he wrestled as uh, El Patron when he wasn't wearing a mask 
and he wrestled as uh, Dos Karras when he was under a mask. That dude's wrestling in Ring of Honor and a couple other companies. Evan Bourne in the WWE is Matt Seidel in the independent circuit. He's back in Ring of Honor. Uh, AJ Styles was like former TNA champion. He's wrestling in Ring of Honor right now and also in Japan. Like there's a bunch of guys. Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian were TNA uh, tag team champions. They're back in Ring of Honor. Like all these, Chris Hero, who had a, uh, he had a cup of coffee in developmental territory in the WWE uh, in NXT as Cassius Ono. He's back in Ring of Honor on the indie circuit. Like these guys are now doing, these are all talented dudes who are going to be basically, they are the future of the business of professional wrestling, right? They're not being, the, you know, they're not being the old school 80s wrestling. They really are mixing the, 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 the hard hitting of MMA with the, the panache of luchador wrestling with the straight up, like, blow your mind shit of Puduresu. They're doing all of these things, and they also have the charisma to get over to American audiences. So if you're a wrestling fan, just keep be on the lookout. Like, I don't know, go to YouTube, YouTube Ring of Honor. They, they have video on demand. They have DVDs if you want to get legal with them. But if you don't, they're also on the interwebs. The interwebs. And you can watch them shits that way too. I'm, right. I'm, this is, I'm into that shit. But you have a different interweb than yes. anybody else. We've established that. So I you know. don't have a different interwebs than anybody else. <laughs> yeah. I'm just willing to they're dig special. deeper. Special I'm just willing to dig deeper. You get, at, you get at me in meat space, I can explain this, but I will not be caught on, on tape. See. Discussing right. potential methods for doing things. Deep web. Alternatively. Deep web, dude. Alright. I'm, right. <laughs> I'm on the black right. net. Right. Oh wow. Oh okay. <laughs> the right. dark net. Alright, well we go we gonna end this joint. We're gonna end this joint. I think actually this is this has been entertaining as all shit. Um and all shit's pretty entertaining. Yeah. We go we go end this don't even break it up into two. Just load just go straight loading that shit. <laughs> and we'll even edit it. Right, because the thing is is that from our, our now analytics don't mark how many people download the whole thing. Yeah. So if you start, it counts as a hit. Oh wow! So, wow. I about that too. So oh, wow. um, if people tune out about hour one, you know, <laughs> right? Whatever, it's still a hit. Yo, we ain't still got a, the countdown, nothing. But, but if because the beat is too large for that. But if you got this far, we appreciate you. Yo, <laughs> this has been the <laughs> Black Nerd Podcast. Because stakes is high, people. Stakes remain high. We appreciate y'all. I am tall black guy, Troy Hunter. That be Doc Midnight, Terry Gant. Arian Cobham, Little Laser. Clockwork, clockwork. Word up. So we appreciate you. Um, you can actually get us. We have email. Stakes is high podcast at Gmail. Holla at us right there. Um, holla whenever. Um, we'll probably catch y'all next month. We appreciate you. We out. Deuce. <laughs>